Hello and welcome to the one, the only, the recently rebranded Big Questions, No Answers. I'm your host, Samuel Villa. Each week, I will start my conversation with a previously selected Big Question. I have my guest provide me with an answer, and we roll on from there. For the first episode of this rebrand, my guest is Jariyullah Shah, a philosophy student here at UBC. My big question to Jari is one we're all familiar with. Do we have free will? I hope you enjoyed as much as I did. (laughs) (laughs) All right, and we're on. This is live, baby. Um, Okay, welcome to Big Questions, No Answers with Sam Villa and... Jariyullah Shah. Boom. Okay, first question, Jari. Yes. Do we have free will? I mean, I, I guess so. I think so. You think so? Probably. Okay, let me ask you another question. <laughs> Where do our desires come from? Where do our desires come from? Because <laughs> if free will is carrying out your desire, right? You're mm-hmm. acting on your want to do something. Where does that desire come from? Where does that want come from? Um... This actually is, it's, it reminds me of something we've talked about before, okay. which is uh, the, which, is, which comes back to will, the will to power. Okay. Like when we want to observe, um, let's forget about free will. Let's just observe life itself, how life sustains itself. Mm-hmm. There's different organisms that exist, but they all classify as life. Yeah. It's like, um, he says that a living thing above all else seeks to discharge its strength. Okay. That is the will to power. Who's he? Nietzsche. Nietzsche. Okay. And uh, I mean, I keep bringing him up, of course. But when he says that uh, a living thing seeks above all else to discharge its strength, he's referring to ev- every living thing that you see. Yeah. Like a like a plant doesn't care about the other plants that are growing outside. It's gonna keep growing. It's gonna keep exerting its will. Mm-hmm. It's gonna keep exerting its strength. And we seem to be doing that on a on a very micro level. Mm. So it's but like a self-preservation. It's not even self-preservation. Is a step, is, is a step that comes next. Okay. When you exert your will, that is the first step. Okay. Self-preservation is a step that is resulted from your will. Then afterwards. Yeah. First, the will has to exert has to exert its strength, has to exert its its position. So, like the motivate, like the motivation, the thing that gets you to do it has to be there. Is that that's what he's saying? It's it's a very uh, like he's he's talking about a very metaphysical thing uh-huh. when he refers to the will. Okay. Like um, it's it's almost as if you are you're you're put you know you know how you like how would you how would you define like I think I'm going off a bit but how would you define the word magic? Magic. Magic. I've been thinking about this for a while, but what do you think is what do you, what do you think is magic in real life? Do you think magic exists in real life? Uh, well, I was going to define magic as an event or action outside of the realm of that, that's physicality. Like, that's like the, that's like the, that's like the supernatural definition. Sure. Okay. So let's, how about if I gave you like a definition of magic, like the conventional definition that even supernatural people have, supernatural, like science fiction folklore have, which is to, we, it is basically to exert our will into things. Hmm. It is like you are, you are acting in such a way that you are you are almost you are almost predicting the future in a way. 
Okay. Magic. It's 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 magic when things work out a certain things way. Just ha- things just things work happen. out the way you want them to. Okay. That's magic. Yes, you're willing something that is actually happening, that is actualizing in the world. Huh. That's when you're I think that's when you're that's that's what an artist basically does. He does it well. And mm. art isn't limited to any like isn't lim- limited to music or anything. It could be limited to anything. Just ma- magic is like instantiating something into the world. It's being able to make something beautiful. It's being able to will something that you intended in the first place. Mm. That's what I think magic is. Like mm. the the best definition of the word. Okay. Get outside of like rabbit out of a hat. Yeah. Out, I mean, that's like that's those are of course parlor tricks. Yeah. And they're of course they're of course they're achieving their purpose as well on a very minuscule level, which is I mean, entertainment. Yeah. Yeah. But <laughs> It's getting it's getting the purpose. It's get, it's achieving its purpose. I'm talking about like magic on a on a completely different um, on a completely different level. Okay. And so you're saying magic? How is ma- how is magic related to free will or the power of will? Just being able to come up with it, I think. Just being able to actualize it. Mm-hmm. Just being able to bring it about. Right. I mean, there's going to be actions that are linked to it coming about. Yeah. Yeah. But how does that affect the free will aspect of it? I could either make it or not make it, though, right? Right. I think this is the free will argument of as I've heard it. Uh-huh. It's like you either do you do things for two reasons. Mm-hmm. Because you either want to do them mm-hmm. or because you're forced to do them. Mm-hmm. So with the forced to do them, there's like an external cause that you can map and link back to, oh, you know, I needed to do my homework because the, you know, the assignment was due and I want to get a good grade. Like mm-hmm. the desire to do well in the course mm-hmm. is your external cause or whatever. Then you have things that you want to do. I want to start a podcast. Mm-hmm. But like, how do you track that initial desire? Like this, this magic, like where does, again, like it obviously comes from like an internal cascade of like events that are probably deterministic that's like the mm-hmm. argument right like just brain processes or like my environment listening to a bunch of podcasts big yeah just being like immersed in that medium or whatever has all that itself to influencing me into starting a podcast mm-hmm. so it wasn't like so it's like you can always trace it i like are you like uh, bringing up like this the i think the law of non-contradiction or something it's uh like every every effect must necessarily have a cause. Right. Is that what you're saying? I, like like that's my question. I guess is that do we live in like a do we live in a world where that is true? I mean, f- all the great philosophers thought yes, this is like it's undeniable. Yeah. Something like this, but uh, I think Immanuel Kant would come and say that because thoughts and will like some something like free will, it's it's a very it's a metaphysical term. Right. And metaphysical terms don't belong in the spatiotemporal world. Mm. So they're not necessarily bound by this law of non-contradiction, mm-hmm. which is that every... Because we... And, we, and he says that, the num- number one, he says that we cannot comment on anything with, uh, with uncertainty. And metaphysics is something especially that we cannot comment on with certainty. Mm-hmm. So we we can't dis- we can't discuss it the way we can't treat it with like spatiotemporal things. Right, right, right. So like, there, that 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 becomes another problem there. 
Interesting. So you have to throw that out <laughs> and start from scratch. <laughs> so what is the way to talk about it then? If it's not with like causality and you know I, I how think, we usually, I think do. it ties ties in well with the whole like morality argument as well, right? Like just to accept it mm. on faith. That's it keeps coming back to that. Unfortunately, um, I, yeah, I feel like I feel like it keeps coming back to that. Yeah, like that's what that's what all the all these all these great philosophers were all these uh, whistleblowers, as they say, mm. of like the 19th, 20th century. That's what they were apparently saying, that the next age is going to be, is going to be godless, right? Right. But godless not in like the absence of like mosques or people not praying or whatnot. Yeah. But just the foundations of what was holding society itself together mm. will collapse. Mm. Have you seen the new Black Mirror episode? Oh, Bandersnatch. Bandersnatch. Yeah. No, that that's how also did, what kind of made me all. How did you How did you feel about that? How did I feel? I uh-huh. thought uh, I thought it was a really interesting statement. Yeah. I thought it was a really cool way. Like I could see this medium taking off. Mm-hmm. This interactive. I know like the books were never huge. Like mm-hmm. choose your own ending books, but mm-hmm. having it on Netflix obviously is like this huge market. Uh, and more and more I think about it. Maybe it's because I'm bounded with like a more mecha- uh, yeah, like mechanistic worldview than maybe you are. Like I don't think I've really delved into like the metaphysical enough to realize like, oh, I can't actually describe it without, you know, using terms that are like that bound it, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, so I kind of, you know, I kind of feel for the, you know, he has no choice. Like, he, it's determined that he's going to end up where he's going to end up, no matter what. Like, I don't know. I thought that was a really, that was like the main takeaway from that piece was you're the one deciding his fate, right? Mm-hmm. And he feels like there's something wrong and like he, he's slowly kind of driving himself crazy through that process. Mm-hmm. Did you go back a bunch of times and do oh, the yeah. endings? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, I was. I think the first few first few minutes, I wasn't really thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I started thinking about it. Now, so well, it was weird when, like, yeah. I remember the f- like one of the first decisions you make is like what he has for breakfast. For breakfast. Exactly. Yeah, and it's like, yeah. well, what is this gonna, you know? Did you did you see it come up later? Uh, I don't know if they took me back. I think they may they may have took me back to that one. Anyway, I think we shouldn't we should mention that. For yeah. For spoilers' sake. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Um. But yeah, what do you think? Do you think that like we'll see more of those kind of things? I I want to see more of those. Yeah, I definitely was a bit unnerved by it for a few days. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Because of like I I I, I seem to have forgotten it uh, just a bit. Oh yeah, but I'm trying to remember it. Right okay. Now. Because uh, because of so many options, as you as mm-hmm. you said as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I got yeah, like I said, I got pretty much. I don't know how many endings there were. Like I remember all my fuck ups, but okay. I don't remember. Where I went right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, exactly. I think, is there a way to go right? Like, I don't even know. I mean, the intended, the the intended ending. Let's go with you that. You think that was an intended ending? I believe, I think so. Which one? Which was to just like end up with Netflix or something, I think. Oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> see, I didn't do that one. My my friends told me like, yeah, you should have done something. Did, did you go back? Didn't you go back all? Didn't you try I all didn't, of them? I didn't do all of them, no. I like, I, because I always got the code right or whatever that, at that part. And I guess if oh. you don't get the code right, then something else happens. Oh no 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 no! I think all codes are right. Oh really? I believe because I they took me back to the code thing twice. Oh, okay. And I put in a different code. Mm. And then a different code option shows shows up as well. 
Oh. I kept going back until they said you couldn't go back anymore. Basically. Oh, I'm really? Saying. Yeah. That's, I think, how you should. I just thought, like, I mean, you get stuck in a loop? Like, you yeah, like, they, they tell you, like, oh, you can go back to this part now. Yeah. I think I think I did that. Like, so I think I got all the endings. Pretty much. I think that's how. But I without, I didn't get the Netflix ending, though. That's strange. Yeah. I didn't do that one. Okay. I think we have to go back. Maybe I have to watch it again. Yeah. Yeah, shit. But, uh, yeah, no, I'd, like I said, I'd be, I mean, it seems like Black Mirror is, like, the, I don't know what the word would be. It, like, encompasses the zeitgeist, I guess, of all, like, all angst, like, the, especially our generation, it seems like. Like, I mean, everyone for the, you know, millennia have thought, like, you know, the world's ending or we're facing catastrophic cir- circumstances. But, like, Black Mirror seems to put it in, in parcels and, like, neat, very neat and tidy kind of potential circumstance of, like, our reality. Like, I, th- I think it could be either two things. It could be... Net, like Netflix obviously profiting off of this yeah uh, this age where it appears as if we're heading towards the direction where technology is going to rule our lives or I don't know they could actually be commenting on something I'm not a con- like I'd, I'm not a fan of conspiracy theories mm. especially off of Black Mirror <laughs> but uh, I mean I've been like I keep thinking about it and I keep I, th- I think I'm seeing some of it happen yeah. Some like sometimes sometimes in real life. Yeah. Yeah, Just, no. Like slowly like I heard about the school in China which has like smart uniforms for its kids which is basically like GPS trackers on their uniforms. Wow. So parents know where they are like during school hours and whatnot. It's absolutely absurd. Whoa. Yeah. yeah that's this scary. sort but this sort of thing coming out. Well, yeah, and then that there's that social credit system. Have you seen that? I don't know about the social credit. System. Dude, that is the creepiest thing ever. They like rolled it out or in the process of rolling it out now. Mm -hmm. Um, I watched a little piece on it um, where basically you're assigned... It's literally like that that episode where, you know, everyone's liking each other and you need like a 9.0. yes, 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 yes. Okay, okay, Like, it's like that, Uh but a little bit more dumbed down, so I don't think they have an app necessarily, Uh but everything goes into this rating. So you start with Uh 1,000. That's your score. And so this guy in particular that they're talking to, he like co-signed a loan with somebody mm-hmm. and he paid his portion, but the other guy didn't mm-hmm. like, so, you know, his behavior was fine, but, mm-hmm. um, but he ended up getting docked because that guy like the defaulted or whatever. And for that week he had to go somewhere by, you know, quite far away mm-hmm. and he could, he couldn't buy high speed train tickets because of his school. So a journey that would have taken him three hours he had to bus and it took him like 10 hours. And then by the end, it shows you how you improve your credit system, your credit score. Mm-hmm. You, you give money to the Chinese government. <laughs> <laughs> and, that, and that bumps your score up. And by the end, he's like, oh, I'm very happy. I've, I've achieved my, my score back again. I can now buy high-speed train tickets. Thank and he's like, you know, he was saying, oh, I think this is great. I think this is a way to keep people in line. I think this is a way to, you know, mandate, you know, moral society it's like mob rules it's terrifying yeah it's like giving the government to the crowd, uh, crowd it's terrible no it's good but it's worse because it's centrally controlled so like who's con- who decides like oh you know your credit score is 15 points lower than it needs to be docked points but i feel like they're also being guided sort of as well don't you think i don't don't you think government sort of guides yeah, people towards certain trends but guide is a good way to put it control is another I mean, way guide guide is a nice way it's, it's a nice it's way more, yeah it's a more tame word yeah yeah 
But no, yeah. I'm telling you, like China, China, China scares me. Like you know, you know how governments guide their interests. Of course, I yeah, mean, of course. It's it's like especially we're coming, but not from, in that direct a way. Coming coming from Pakistan, like they, like uh, if a what's it called, like a television news network. Yeah. Like if somebody says something against the army, they like shoot shoot shit up or something. Hmm. Yeah, something like that. Right. That's how you, and all of a sudden you have an entire country which is just against this television news network because they said something about against the military. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty much the same thing as in America. Say something against the troops. Yeah. Yeah, no, you're right. You def- there are like these sort of opinions that... I mean, people take those stances, right? There are people who probably can... But the thing is, in America, is you can say that. You can put that on YouTube and like you wouldn't get... You'll get banned for like a week and then YouTube will probably unban it after the after the backlash or something. Uh, yeah, exactly. I don't <laughs> even know if you'd get banned for it unless I you mean, said any like hate crime did, did words. You, did you hear about uh, what happened with that person who was playing Red Dead Redemption? Oh, uh, so he, he like killed... What did he, he do? So he lassoed a suffragette. Okay. Dragged her behind his horse. Yeah. While, while she was lassoed. Yeah. Then he tied her up and then he fed her to a gator. Oh, God. Do you know what a suffragette is, right? Yeah, like a women's rights... Women's rights activist at the activist, time. Yeah. For votes, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, YouTube took that video down. And then after, like, people saying, like, dude, what the fuck? Well, it's silly if you can do it in the game. Exactly. They're in, like, there's. have you seen In Bruges at all? Uh, no. I've heard it's a really good movie. Oh, yeah. Oh. I mean, yeah, there's this line from that movie which says, like, they're, they're, it's an inanimate object. These are... Right. Inanimate objects. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what, what is wrong? Yeah. What's the problem? Here? There's no, yeah, there's no, like, moral line being crossed. Exa- exactly. Yeah. They're just digital versions, NPCs. Y- yeah, NPCs. Yeah. If we're going to get technical about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Man, I don't know. But then, does it does it progress when they say we get to a virtual reality that, like, feels... I don't know. It doesn't have to be as real as as you know, in, interchanging or exchanging, uh, like, with another person. But it gets close. Like, is there a moral line that gets crossed when it gets so like, when it gets close to feeling like, you know, interacting with another person in real life? Like, will there be a line drawn? You know what I mean? Like, could you twitch like beating somebody to death, even though it's an an NPC in like a virtual world? But it just looks super real and like like we can probably get there, I would think. Like maybe not oh. crazy real. Like Westworld, you mean? I don't even know Westworld. Yeah, I guess Westworld, but like maybe a video game version. Where they're not actual Where they're games. not like okay. beings. Yeah. But I mean like like we can we get there? Yeah, for sure. We oh, can, for, right? Oh, for sure, yeah. It's gonna you be think very, in all it's gonna be very expensive, yeah, yeah. It's gonna be very expensive. Yeah. But we're definitely gonna get there. Like if look at the motion capture work they do for movies. Yeah, they can do that stuff for movies. Yeah, and movies have like huge budgets. Video games are definitely getting there. Yeah, and we're gonna have that technology. So I'm saying, like, is there a line? Like, how real do they need to get before we ban that on Twitch? It's not about it's not about them being how real they are, if they're real or not. Yeah. So you're saying it would be fine, even if they looked like you or me, but just it happened in this virtual sphere, then. It's, it's online. It's like it'd be like snuff movies, though. Like it would look real. Like, it'd be very scarring. Yeah. It'd be very traumatizing. So maybe I mean, just people wouldn't. If you're into that sort of stuff. Maybe just people wouldn't, just by the fact that it would feel real. Yeah. Like if you're not a sociopath, you wouldn't do that. I mean, th- like I relate playing video games to like watching movies, like a good movie. 
Mm-hmm. Like this time I played Red Dead Redemption and I thought I was playing a Tarantino movie. Yeah. yeah. And I love Tarantino movies. Mm-hmm. So imagine being in a Tarantino movie. Yeah. Be great. I think it'd be great. Even though it'd be super real, it'd be pretty It great. would be, I mean, it would be cool. Uh, yeah. So Again, imagine yeah. that narrative that they've given you in this super, super real world. Right. That you're living in. It's going to be great. I think so. Ah, oh, man. It's scary though. Jurassic Park. Is it going to just suck people in? Is it just going to just so. destroy like, people? That, like people already are like I think people are staying at home. I mean, people are people are into just normal video games. Mm-hmm. You know, there are people that just don't don't go outside. No, but the VR thing is taking off. Yeah. No, 100%. Yeah. Are you going to get into it? I don't think so. Not yet. Yeah. Not yet. It's scary. I think it's too scary for me right now, yeah. <sighs> I don't know. I want I mean, that's the thing. It's like it's going to be also I don't have the space. <laughs> oh my god yeah so you could if you you would if you had exactly right yeah i mean why not had the money in the place i don't know man it's just weird that we're gonna have to like actually contend with it soon i think it's just gonna be a like a toy that yeah. you're gonna have at home i don't think it's gonna be that immersive you don't think so yeah i don't think it's gonna be like it's, i don't think it's gonna be like my phone which i don't leave ever right right so what do you think a phone's gonna stay a phone? Oh yeah, like I it's gonna so. be an external device, like a screen that you can play around with forever, or not forever, but like in our lifetime. Pretty much. I mean, I mean, I don't, I don't see if any, I don't see how. Like, I mean, it's gonna become a computer. Like that's that's that's. It how, is a computer though. That's how far they're gonna go. I mean, they're gonna give you more functionality with that mm. a computer has. Like my brother, he tells me that he downloads torrents. Off of his phone, mm. his gal- his Samsung phone. Mm-hmm. You can do that with an Android, right? Right. So it's got all that functionality, and it just gets loaded up to his Xbox. Yeah. So all you have to do is just click a link on your phone, and everything's ready on your TV. Mm. I don't know. I, it it's seems like though we're going, like, humans, whatever we have, like whatever we are, we have this like incessant need to continue to innovate. Mm-hmm. And I think. Well. If- I think not innovate. I think they're filling the gap with technology. Filling the gap. Like, like look at cameras these days. Like, look at f- camera phones. Yeah. All these camera phones now have what they claim are DSLR capabilities. <laughs> it's actually, yeah, they're preset, they're preset settings for you. And they just make the picture look really, really, really good. Yeah. So it takes away all the effort that you would, right. would need in a DSLR. Basically. Right, right, right. So you're taking out all the, the hard stuff. Yeah. So you're simplifying art. You're putting yeah. technology into what used to be a lot of effort. Yeah, you just have a filter or whatever. Yeah, just a button. You're yeah. good to go. Yeah. They're supplying, they're filling that gap with technology, I feel. Even making music these days. It's like you can make music on your phone. Yeah. So easy. For sure. Mixing Gar- garage band garage band is yeah. insane. That app is so useful. Yeah. You can do anything with it. Yeah. I don't know. I Because it, it seems like the inevitable... I don't know, in my mind, it's a more direct interface with the phone. But, like, no one I know is lining up to, you know, would be lining up to get, like, a an implant or, like, a mesh or, like, oh. some, some brain-computer interface. Mm-hmm. I think, I don't know if people would actually, like, even if they developed it, mm-hmm. but they probably would. People would do it. Like, if that existed and you could, like, just... If you, if you could normalize it. Yeah. Yeah. If you could normalize it. But then again, it, like, how long does it take to normalize something? Like a generation? Not very, not very much time. I mean, 
I think it's uh, it's not too far where people are gonna like implants aren't uh, not not just cybernetic implants or anything. Mm-hmm. Just like regular, uh, like breast, like just putting in implants. Yeah. In general. Yeah. That's a thing these days. Yeah, yeah. That's cough. You know, thing. people get fucking cough implants. Cough implants. implants. Yeah. I don't know why you'd want. I don't know why you'd want to do that. Strange. Cosmetics. Some, some people are insecure about their cause. <laughs> it must be. I mean, if it's a thing, then yeah, you got to imagine people. There's a there's a desire. Is there anything else you can like inject in there? Uh, or does it have to be like a silicone know. implant? Yeah, I think that's what they use. No. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I mean, muscle. <laughs> that would be key. Inject in there. Is what yeah, I, I don't think you could. Some sort of juice. <laughs> yeah, like synthol. Have you seen those people? No. Oh. Dude. Is it in, like, like, balloon it up or something? Yeah, literally it's just oil that people will, like, inject into their muscle, and it just gets, like, disgusting and flabby, but, like, like plumps it up. Competitions or something? Yeah, yeah. And just just weird Russian people as well. I've seen a lot of that. Oh. And uh, Brazilian, I think, too. Yeah. People are weird. People will do whatever the fuck they, like, they can. That's 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 the thing, is, like, they will always, if someone develops it, someone will use it. So that's why I think, like, they just need to make the technology and there's obviously people working on some kind of computer brain interface, probably, I would imagine. I mean, it has to be productive and safe. Yeah. Also, right? Yeah. But, like, again, what more do we... What do we need now? What do we need? But what did we need, like, after the iPhone 6? Like, did that really... iPhone 6, iPhone... Yeah, they've been improving the camera ever since. See, that's what I've been saying. The camera. The camera's just been getting better. Yeah, that's That's pretty much it, right? Bigger screen. Yeah. Bigger camera. Two cameras. Yeah, yeah, dual cameras now. Yeah, I've got three cameras now. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know, man. And people go for it. Yeah. I mean, it works. Like... People still buy iPhones. People buy iPhones, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It's going to be... It's just going to be a weird, weird world we're entering into. I think it it's probably the weirdest time. Is I guess at any given point you could say we're entering the weirdest time that's ever been, probably. Like, you know, you go back 100 years. I mean, We're I entering f- the weirdest time it's ever been. I feel like... Um, but now, especially though. Like the, the one thing that I've been thinking about recently, just if you're, if you're dissatisfied with what's going on around you, like I think the... The viable option is to make lots of money and just <laughs> go do whatever you want. Yeah. Like that's, it, it's, I know it's very simple. Yeah. It sounds very simple <laughs> yeah. and it sounds very like, it's tri- like, oh, that's very oh, easy. Oh, just make a bunch of money. I know, I know it's not easy, but yeah. if you think that you can't live with all these people here, yeah. like you can't live with what you consider to be the rabble or whatever, like these the guys, they, don't, they don't understand me. These people, <laughs> they don't know who I am. You know, right. I'm my own thing. If yeah. you think that, there's you a, have an option. You have an opportunity right there. Yeah, yeah. And uh, that's just that's just what you got to do. Yeah, but like because I mean, look look at how look at how we've look at how societies are kind of like getting together. Like the idea of democracy. Yeah, we know democracy to be like for some reason to be the best form of rule and everything. Yeah, but uh, history has always been cyclical. Right, as you've seen. Right, like. The tower, like, I feel like the tower of democracy is, like, slowly mm. collapsing, as you see with the United States. Yeah, right. Brexit, Brexit, all these things. Everything that's going on, China's investing in Africa. Yeah. Everything's going around. Yeah. China's investing in Pakistan. Yeah. Pakistan's like, getting heavily policed. <laughs> really? There's, like, lots of, like, traffic cameras, fines, like, traffic guns. They send you e-fines. 
Really? Yeah. Like the the, the cameras that will just take a picture of your yeah, license plate. Yeah, your license plate and send you an e-fine. You'll have a fine online. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. No, they didn't, they didn't do that in England for a while. I don't know about email, but... Dude, England's pretty horrible too. Congestion charge. Yeah. 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 Getting into London. I mean, most cities, though, have some kind of congestion. But I mean, it, it, no, no. I don't think so. Not a congestion charge, but a toll, right? I mean, a to- yeah, a toll. But like a congestion charge is whenever you want to take the car out before seven, right? It's something like that. Yeah. 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 But I mean, why would you want to own a car in London? In London, yeah, London, that's a bad yeah. idea. <laughs> the, the, the public transport is amazing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You don't need to own a car. Though. No, no. Yeah. Yeah, like I mean, you look at you look at England, and then you look at like n- newer countries like Pakistan or someplace. Mm-hmm. Like the side, the size of the roads, like you have like eight lanes in Pakistan, mm-hmm. and you have like a five foot wide footpath. Mm-hmm. In England, you have like a 20 foot wide footpath and like a 10 foot wide yeah, road. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You see the. You see, you see what's what, like the priority there. Yeah, the priority. What's going on there? Have you been back to Pakistan recently? No. No. I have not since the summer. Since the summer? Mm-hmm. Are you going to go back this summer? Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's uh, that's the plan at least. Nice. Mm-hmm. And do you like it? Like, you still like going back? It was your home, obviously. I, I mean, it's changed a lot. That's from what I've heard. But yeah, of course, I like it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, and changed in this, like, more. I mean, the gov- well, the government's changed. Yeah. And uh, I've, from what I've heard about the whole policing thing, mm. like there's lots of guns everywhere. Like speed guns. I shouldn't say guns. Yeah. <laughs> lots of speed guns everywhere. There's not a lot. I mean, there are a lot of guns, but mm-hmm. concealed, of yeah. course. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Can't be scaring people. Exactly. Yeah. So it's a family place, man. It's a family place. <laughs> man, I don't know. I, I think democracy... I don't know if it's crumbling. I think it's just going to have to change. Like, I, it didn't anticipate, you know, like, outs- uh, external influence being able to... Being being able to as easy as creating an algorithm on Facebook and just controlling what people like and see. Like, that was something that was not built into the system. There's going to have to be some kind of check and balance mm-hmm. on that, on that, I guess. But then again, like, how do you do that without controlling? No, but like, even to think that you can control people with an app, like, what does that say about us? Yeah, I, n- I know. What well, does that say about America? But it's not its not anything on us because those apps have been fucking engineered to manipulate us. Like, they get social psychologists to be, okay, How? What? what's the, um, what's it called? Like, how often do you space out uh, notifications to get people coming back to your app? Like, they work those things out. They know that variable reward or whatever it's called is like the most uh, reliable in terms of people coming back to using the app. Like every time you, I mean, I don't know about you, but like whenever I see I have, oh, I have three notifications on Facebook, even though if I haven't like sent a request or done anything, I'll always fucking check. What are these? And it's usually bullshit. Oh, yeah. It's usually just a reason to get me on the app. And then uh-huh. I just find myself scrolling. And it's like, ah, oh, I fell for it again. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? There's like that memory thing as well. What's that? There's like the me- like you have memories. Oh yeah yeah yeah, ago, mm-hmm. and that just pops up. Yeah, Snapchat has that now. Yeah, like yeah. The, I don't think it's any any statement on all. I mean, the only the only statement is their sort of I don't know insidiousness of like manipulating you with an engineered device. But then you can say like, well, these but companies is that is that is that Facebook or is that Russia? Or? I think it's I think it's no, that's Facebook, that's um, Twitter, Instagram. But so you're saying Facebook got like Trump elected or what? 
No, well, I was just saying, like, for democracy in general, like, the fact that you can influence an election with a social media campaign or, like, a social media... Eh, what's it called? Like, in... What's the word? How do you mean? Influence. You know what I mean? Like, the fact that, you know, Russia has... Influence. Yeah, Russia has, you know, in all accounts, set up these bots or these troll farms that just basically put out a bunch of uh, what's it called like contentious shit for people <laughs> to just get distracted and getting twitter arguments over and just slowly polarize themselves more and more like i, I don't that wasn't built into to a d- democratic but i mean form don't, of government. Don't, don't you see like legislative change that's happening for that no just like the just the things that are contentious Mm. Like, what would you say are contentious things? Like, you know, like, like the ultra, classic ultra liberal things. Yeah, ultra liberal things, ultra conservative things, alt right, quote unquote. But aren't, aren't there ultra liberal things that are happening, like in le- like legislative forms? Um, such as like it happened like in in Canada. You mean the whole Canada thing? But like even in New but York. even in the U.S. Yeah. I mean, sorry, even in Canada, like they have that piece of legislation that recognizes the seventy gender pronouns, but mm-hmm. there's no law that will necessarily force you to use them like that that, there's just a sort of recognition within the canadian government well no the idea is that it's hate like you have to you have to convict someone for hate speech is that the law that's the hard part yeah Yeah? the hardest part is to convict someone for hate speech well uh, yeah well that's That's why they say that oh you can never like yeah of course i mean it's very hard like nobody's gonna say that in like hate speech yeah like even if they do like how are you gonna prove it yeah yeah <laughs> that's the problem right yeah no, how do so you define yeah how hate do you speech. define hate speech yeah. what is hate etc cetera, etc cetera. yeah that's the problem well but it's weird that, that, but that but that being in the legislation itself is like why why is it even there? right like, right what's the point yeah well like canada doesn't have a like an equivalent of a first amendment right like there is no you know freedom of speech law the u.s is pretty much the only country in the entire world because yeah because they follow like english common law yeah 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 yeah. it's just yeah that seems i don't know it's strange to me definitely like why not and it's weird that they have these like committees these like human rights councils that will you know like that i saw there was a guy uh who was interviewed on joe rogan a while ago was canadian comedian who got fined a lot of money like eighty thousand canadian dollars Mm -hmm. because he said a joke about um a disabled person Mm -hmm. something like that um fined by whom by this human rights council like this government committee tribunal tribunal yeah really strange that 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 kind of freaks me out a Mm -hmm. little bit um but again i just probably because i come from a country where i'm just like you know i'm an absolutist when it comes to freedom of speech i guess that's where the line then is drawn no, absolutely. Like yeah. I, this is what I heard about. Like a, uh, my dad told me a joke about freedom and when like freedom uh, or just democracy was announced in England. There's this joke that this man was walking around on the street and he was waving his cane around, and all of a sudden his cane hits this guy in the nose, mm. and the guy turns around and is like, "Like, what are you doing?" He's like, "Oh man, it's a it's a free country." <laughs> Even though this is in England and I didn't put in any accent, I'm sorry. Ah, dude, but you uh, the the guy who just got hit in the nose, he turns to him and he's like, "Your freedom ends where my nose starts." Yeah, I mean that says a lot about just yeah. the idea of freedom, right there. No, absolutely, that's but a great line right there. Uh, words, <laughs> they don't they don't work that way. Right. So you can use yeah. Them as however. It's you not like a word it. is gonna fly out and hit someone in the eye. Exactly. Yeah. You're yeah. not 
again then then comes the free will there again this there's a problem that comes with your free will thing that mm. that we had in the beginning which was that what if you say something to someone that makes them kill themselves right right which is very which makes the whole like like um, for now for this example to work you need to apply the cause and effect argument mm. you can't <laughs> you can't right because it, it's not a, it's not bound direct. by space and time yeah there's a lot of things at play. You well, there's also like intent, right? Like, did you say that with him knowing that he was mentally unstable and he had particular insecurity that you particularly targeted knowing that he would kill himself? But I mean, the complexity of like just the human brain itself coming to that conclusion. Yeah. Right. You have no idea. Like you, you could no he could have gone down that road exactly. and then turned his life around. Exactly. Yeah. You don't know. You don't know about the intent in on both in both parties. Right. Here. Yeah. So again, you can't you can't make that same argument here, right? So he must have free will. <laughs> yeah, I uh, yeah I agree I with like, you in yeah. that. I agree with you in that it feels like we have free will, uh-huh. and we act like we have free free will. Uh-huh. But if you could, in a in some kind of way, uh-huh. like map absolutely every single synapse within someone's brain say like you have to simulate their body but it's not not reducible just to like synapses even as is well, it right? that's because the there's like i believe that there's this immaterial part in ah in, in, see in this is where i come this is I'm where sure. we come down to and i I'm this sure is my is. i don't know i don't know whether there is or not mm-hmm. like i but i've talked to like a lot of science-minded people uh, friends of mine mm-hmm. take that's like materialist stance like there is only you know the classic line like c fiber firings equals pain like yeah, it is the same but i don't like that's such a hard argument you can't you literally cannot substantiate it either way that might be an aspect of pain i'm sure it yeah is. well yeah. it's correlated not, right it's not just pain yeah because subjective experience is something you can't Ex- exactly yeah you, exactly you know it man yeah yeah i know this is fucking hard though it's coming back to this yeah all 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 roads lead to rome i interrupt this podcast with an important message Unfortunately, my conversation with Jari ended here due to a scheduling conflict with the studio. But do not fear, your dose of bullshit does not end here. I was able to reschedule the conversation with Jari and decided to add it to the end of this recording. um, We start a little bit differently than we did the first conversation, but eventually get into similar topics. So, without further ado, here's Jari. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. Okay. Yeah, so I hadn't played the previous three games of God of War. Okay. I just, this is the first one that I played, and this was the fourth installment. And uh, last night, I just sat down and I watched like a 20-minute summary of the entire series on YouTube. See you. <laughs> and it was, it was fantastic. It really? Was, it was it's like a movie, right? It's, li- it's like a movie, exactly. Like it's a, they, have a direct, they have a creative director who was just basically coming in and saying, okay, I want this in the game, I want this in the game, I want this in the game. And then there was this... Uh, one idea as to the goddess Freya, like they were talking about how, what what should we give her, how what sh- how should we make her house, what should it look like, and uh, since this is a triple A game and these are like super expensive to make, yeah. takes about five years, t- took about five years to make this one, mm-hmm. and uh, just the idea of making a tortoise into a house, a tortoise, a tortoise, okay. like a huge tortoise, yeah. into a house was uh, both exhilarating for them and frightening because it's <laughs> super expensive to make a tortoise. Really? In, in CGI, with all the things that are in the game. Well, dude, once you play the game, you will be like, holy, holy oh, shit. Yeah. This is like nothing. Is ever it like a crazy fucking tortoise? Oh, yeah. 
It's like, I mean, I mean, you've got, it, it's it's basically a, like everything great that you can conceive of mi- from myths just come into this. Ah, okay. Basically. A- from everywhere. Well, I mean, there, it, th- this game kind of brings in uh, certain elements like Easter eggs for maybe possible future games that they can pursue. Mm-hmm. But uh, currently, they started off with the first three games in Greece. Okay. And this idea of Kratos, the one son of Zeus who gets up and slaughters all the gods because for what they are like they're all deceivers they're all they're all playing mm. with everybody's lives wow. and Zeus being the, the biggest one of them all but the blowback from killing all the gods is that Greece is absolutely destroyed as a result of that mm. because it was the gods that were keeping everything in, 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 in check in, yeah, yeah, yeah. In that, that's or, that was their form of order be it as chaotic as their own lives as well oh, look at that that's poetic isn't that's it? poetic that's right poetic <laughs> <laughs> wow it felt, but like this game is, it focuses on Norse mythology you've, got, you've entered uh, cool you've entered just like Thor and Loki th- and well yeah but they, they're they characters like Thor is a character yeah. Odin's a character Jormungandr Jormungandr is one of the m- one of my favorite words <laughs> in these past few weeks just because I it, I mean you love to say it Jormungandr and it's the name of the world serpent the Midgard serpent the serpent that uh, the do you know about Urbros the 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 snake that constantly chases its tail uh it's eating its tail it's eating its tail i think i've heard of it that's yeah. jormungandr oh that's the norse version of jormungandr what is the snake eating its tail symbolize he it's uh it's basically it's he's uh, surrounding midgard he he runs mm. around midgard chasing after its own tail hmm. and he is uh, one of the sons of loki Wow. This serpent is a, is the son of Loki mm-hmm. and Loki had three well four children. Uh there's Hela, the goddess of the underworld or Hel as they they call her. Um Fenrir the wolf who is again a That's a dope name. Fenrir, yeah, he have you seen Thor Ragnarok? Yeah. It's that wolf. That's that's supposedly oh. Loki's son in in Norse mythology. Wow. It's actually Loki's son in Norse mythology. And the third one being Jormungandr. The fourth one is when uh Loki uh, there's some some mischievous story uh. about Loki becoming a mare, and then he was, uh, and then he had sex with a horse, <laughs> and then he gave birth to Slepnir. He gave birth to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. He gave birth to Slepnir in his horse form, which was the six-legged horse that Odin rode. Wow. Yeah. So b- Loki's basically just he's just fucking everything, just throwing out <laughs> <laughs> monsters of chaos. Essentially, that's that's what Loki's job was. Okay. Yeah. But uh, people still aren't certain whether his title was uh, like actually the goddess the god of mischief mm. like uh, in recent in like earlier in earlier eddas i think they used to suggest that he was the god of fire hmm. because in uh, wagner's uh, the ring cycle that both of us oh, yeah, went and we visited went. don't you remember I when do. wotan gets up and he calls loga loga was loki the god of fire mm. who comes out and shrouds himself with the fire to protect him from from harm oh, yeah. don't you remember that i do remember that's talking that. about loki I do remember that. Yes, sir. Look at us, cultured men. Exactly. Going to the opera. No, not the opera. The Symphony. Well, I mean, it was. Was it opera? It was. No, it was. It was, it was an was. opera. Yeah, the ring cycle. Yeah, fuck. Yeah, yeah. Damn. Exactly. I was I was cultured again this weekend, dude. What did you What did you? Go I see? went to the the play that's on the Lion in the Streets. Oh. Play. It was what's actually really good. What's, it, what's it about? Without any spoilers. Ooh, without any spoilers. Or I sh- I'm not gonna. Quit. Yeah, you probably. I think it's over. Yeah, so. It's fine. Uh, I'm not gonna watch it. You probably, I think you have to read the blurb to like know what's going on, okay. like the little fucking shit. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to move that, by the way, yeah. feel free. Um, but yeah, you. Got 
basically, I think it started with this girl. She was to be like nine year old girl. Mm-hmm. It's her dream, mm-hmm. and she's like running. Ar- so where the theater was too was really cool. It was like. It was like the seats were in this sort of horseshoe shape mm-hmm. surrounding the stage, but it was tiered. So it had like four, three or four levels that you like could just choose where to sit. So I was like up at this high level, like looking down over the stage. It was so cool. And then she appeared like above us. So she's like running on this like platform sort of thing. Oh. That, uh, yeah. Like she can, and then she like interacts with the audience members. She like runs in and out. But anyway, I guess her dream sort of melds with reality. And then she becomes this, like, specter that's kind of observing and, like, analyzing the scenes in front of her. And it's usually, like, pretty... It was pretty depressing. Like, it was, Mm -hmm. like, adultery, um, abuse, physical abuse, sexual abuse, like, all these pretty heavy things. Mm -hmm. And I guess I would say probably the overwhelming motif was, like, uh, whether, like evil is this innate inherent thing in in human nature Mm -hmm. or is that just cycles of you know bad parenting and bad events happening to people that just gets played out over time so that was like and i you didn't know like when it was happening it was kind of hard to follow Mm -hmm. but really good acting like crazy Mm -hmm. good where where was this it was in the it was in the chan center oh but like not the big one not the one that we saw the opera in and like a smaller studio or a smaller audience all right but yeah dude felt very cultured if i I feel like it's coming off as like it's uh like uh violence towards women is that is that was was, was one of the that was probably one of those one one of the motifs yeah. yeah definitely but I'd like to explore more about like the whole evil being more innate. That sort of seems like a very Christian notion mm. to me. You know how like interesting. It's like uh, like Jesus. Jesus died for our sins, right? Because we are all. You're yeah. You're born a sinner. We're right? born a sinner. Exactly. Yeah. You're just as soon as you're as soon as you start off, you're you're going to hell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you have to turn and it around exactly. with your life. But that's so. But that's that. Uh, that's an interesting question of how there have been so many other civilizations with completely different mm. uh, uh, pre-axiomatic suppositions like these. Right. Like just starting off. Where do we start off? Yeah. 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 Like yeah. how do we go about things? Right. And uh, it just like Christianity just seems like the most pessimistic thing. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like you're all you're all born fucked, and the it only way pr- to pr- pretty much yeah. right. Like the guy the the thing starts off with the best person in the world yeah killed in the worst possible way right I mean, yeah 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 <laughs> yeah if absolutely. that isn't gloomy then i don't know <laughs> but sacrifice like sacrifice is a pretty major tenant in most world and like small religions large religions like whatever like something i guess original sin is like the main thing you're talking about no but it's i think it's it's a uh, like uh, judeo-christian tradition usually just delves into going and like delves into the expectation of a messiah yeah. almost every right. single time it yeah. just feels like oh this happened one time yeah and it's never going to happen again because this one person's going to come back and he's going to make everything right right, right. and right. that just keeps going on and yeah, on yeah. and on and on but if you're jewish do you think that the messiah is coming back i think that like uh, you're just Je- waiting Je- jesus is jesus referred to a jewish prophecy when yeah. he referred to himself Oh, uh, okay. So he said that uh, I think Paul or somebody he will verify that I am the one who is mentioned in the Old Testament, something like that. Oh, uh, okay. I, like I'm not gonna. But Jews don't believe that Jesus was the prophet. No, no, yeah. no, they don't. Yeah, no, no, no. They got they've got their own thing. They've got their own thing. <laughs> yeah, I don't know much about. I, neither, neither do I. Yeah. Like I know very little, 
And then after that, I find out that it was completely false what I knew about them. <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah. Well, because isn't Torah just the Old Testament of the Bible? Yeah, but there's a lot of stuff that they referred to before the Old Testament right. as well, like the Psalms from David and whatnot. Yeah, there's, yeah, yeah. There's been so many, the ecclesiasticals. Mm. I don't know. There's so many, there's texts. so many uh, texts. There's so many biblical texts that we don't even know of. Yeah. And uh, they keep, they, that they refer to. Yeah. So, because yeah. it's like what they're like, what, 2,600 years old, the Jewish tradition? That's crazy. It goes back to the pharaohs. Like, I mean, right, that's 3,000. Isn't it before? They, it, it, yeah, it goes before them as yeah. well. Yeah. But that's what they trace themselves to. That's crazy. And uh, like compared to Islam and Christianity, it's like they're nothing compared to compared to how long these guys have, right, been, around have been around. And their tradition has been going on and on and on. So Christianity and Islam have kind of taken from... I mean, they've all taken from of each other. Of, but of course, like they all refer to, they all like uh, they all refer to the first model, right? <laughs> like, mm. like uh, is- Islam. I, I like the 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 one thing that I know about would be Islam, and Islam refers to it itself being the same message that came out before, but it's not unadulterated. It's a, it's unadulterated. Mm. It hasn't been it hasn't been changed. Ah, uh, okay. This is the original. This is the all original. the other people this is have the OG. it wrong. Exactly. Yeah. Everybody else was. <laughs> everybody else was. Uh, it was open to corrupt. Like God was more trusting at that time. And then when Islam came out, God was like, No, 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 no. Oh wow! This is not you get the real. Not stuff. gonna happen for the one hundred millionth time. I'm not gonna <laughs> let this happen again. No, you guys, you guys, wow. got, you guys got me again. Interesting. But yeah, it's a. Uh, it's a. Uh, you have to have faith in this as well. You have to have faith in the book of God. Yeah. As uh, circular as that sounds, it's, yeah, it's very, it's like it's uh, what's the word? The circular, it's circular reasoning. Yeah, it is. It like, is. Why, why should you trust the book? Because it's the word of God. Yeah. <laughs> why should I listen to it? Yeah. Oh, because it's written in the Quran. It's like why should I? Listen to, uh, we're back to yeah. we're back to square one again, right. right? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I go back and forth on, you know, whether religion is having a net positive or a net negative effect on the world because it gives so many people like a meaning and a. A lot of people a purpose and a sense of of you know belonging, I guess, and a community. I think that's the main thing I'm like because there are some people who believe like we should co- be completely moving away from like main religious Judeo Christian religions, mm-hmm. right? No, absolutely. Like I think it's um, Hegel. Hegel said something like this. He said that the world is progressing towards. So Hegel's entire uh, his entire point was that instead of loving philosophy. We need to get to what is. Well, instead of loving wisdom, which is philosophy is the love for wisdom, right? He's right. like, why are we constantly engaged in loving it? Why don't we just get it? <laughs> why don't we just get what wisdom is? So he says that the world is on this progression, on this progression timeline of how we're constantly, uh, the, the world spirit, the Weltgeist, as he refers to it. The Weltgeist. The Weltgeist. And it is slowly going towards this structured scientific model of knowledge. Hmm. Which a lot of the German idealists came and shut it down. They're like, no, it's mm. not going to be structured. But then I'm like, I'm taking a, f- a course on Kant right now, and Kant's entire point is on uh, how do we uh, how do we prove that synthetic a priori propositions exist? Synthetic a priori. S- synthetic a priori. A priori is to say that it is before any empirical experience. Right. It's like saying um, when you say a tree is a tree. You're relating two concepts, which are essentially this, you're you're getting one concept from the concept that you're that you just mentioned earlier, right? Like the concept of a tree, and the concept of it being a tree. Like okay. you're you're bringing two concept of the, two same similar concepts together. Yeah. So you're not really getting anything else apart from this. You don't need any prior knowledge 
apart from, you know, knowing what a tree is. Apart and you wouldn't that. get that from experience? You wouldn't get that from experience. How, how so? Because you're not relating to experience. You're just relating one thing. First, after making that abstraction, oh. you've after making that abstraction, you know what a tree is. You're not gonna always remember the first tree that you saw whenever you want to talk about a oh, tree. Oh, I see. Okay. So you've made an intuitive, uh, into what's intuitive take here. Yeah. You've taken an intuition. it. Yeah, an yeah. intuition. Yeah. And uh, the next step would be whether, like, this is this is what a uh, then we go towards synthetic propositions, and synthetic propositions kind of come into uh, whether or not a thing is. You know what? I completely forgot what I was talking about. Oh, synthetic fucking... Oh, my God. Synthetic uh, a priori can't. Syn- yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm forgetting the distinction that existed between... Jory, oh, my and gosh. The philosophy major has been stumped. I have been stumped. Well, call in if you know uh, what a synthetic a priori statement uh, <laughs> <laughs> is. Because we'll be waiting. I have a midterm next week. I really need to go through this. <laughs> <laughs> See, it's a gift and a curse having three classes, right? Because you're like True. half in school, but also really not in school. <laughs> abs- absolutely, absolutely, man. I mean, I just have to read it one more time. I'll be yeah, fine. of Shouldn't course. Let's let's change the subject. <laughs> Can't is too heavy for this podcast. Have you? <laughs> all right, I'll switch it up. Have you been watching a lot of uh, uh, Formula One? Oh yes, I've been watching yeah. a lot of. Oh well, not re- the season's over right now. Oh, right? is it completely I mean, done? Yeah, 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 the season's done. F- Lewis Hamilton, five-time world champion, but uh, you're not a fan of him, right? I'm not a fan of like the guy has a tattoo on his neck which says "God is love." I mean, <laughs> <laughs> automatically disqualifies. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> what do you? What doing? if he had a neck tattoo that said, "I am the one." That's I. I would be fine with that. Really, I would be fine with that. I mean, why not? He's definitely he definitely is the one. Look at him. It's like five five world championships. Yeah, I mean, in, and like you're in a car that's going at what three hundred and forty seven kilometers an hour, and your heart rate is at one hundred and fifty the entire race. That's insane. How long's a race? Seven, like an hour, an hour and a half. That's crazy. You gotta, sometimes you got to pee in the car, man. <laughs> really? Some of them don't. Actually, some of them are like. We're very considerate of the mechanics, you know, at the end of the <laughs> when it's the last Why wouldn't race. they build that in the suit? I don't know. Wait Maybe it's not a priority, I guess. What? Just be just piss in the suit. Or right? just wear a diaper. Wear a wear a Again, a some drivers are like, We don't go. We don't be in the car. We're fine. We can hold it for an hour and a half. But some drivers are like, you know, sometimes <laughs> <laughs> And it gets super hot in there, right? It gets super the engine's right behind you. Yeah. The yeah. engine's right behind you. Fuck, that's crazy. But yeah, th- apparently 2019, the cars are going to be the best that they've ever been. The fastest that they've ever been. That's Have what they say. They Aren't they always like as fast as they've ever been? Each no, year? Th- so th- every year they change, re- uh, not every year, Certain uh, after a few years, they change the regulations to make the sport more interesting. Ah, okay. So like, uh, I think in 2006, 2005, they brought in DRS. Do you know what DRS is? Is that the thing you showed me? The, the like heads up display? The, no, no, no. It's the, the drag reduction system. So it's this, uh, you know, the the, the rear wing in the back? Yeah. The spoiler, the spoiler mm-hmm. as it's called. Mm-hmm. So there's a button in the car which opens the rear wing to reduce uh, drag mm. on the car and it gives you an extra 10 kilometers an hour. And what? that they, they introduced that to increase overtaking, the probability of overtaking mm. in a race. Make so it more exciting. More making it more exciting. Mm. Because usually a Formula One race starts... Uh, with uh, the qualifying laps, which is who is the fastest around the track, and then according to that ascending order, they set the grid. Like who's oh, on. that's how they do it. I yeah. didn't know that. The fastest around the track, and then one, two, three, four. Who is yeah? Wow, I thought it was like where they were in the season. No, 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 no. It's it's how it's about it's always on the track. Hmm. So I mean, when I was little, I used to watch it and I used to understand, you know, the fastest car, the top speed, and everything. But it's all about how fast you can go around the track. Yeah, the it track. doesn't matter how f- the f- how fast your car 
is is max speed it needs to be suited to the track so this is another thing when uh, car manufacturers come out and try to impress people with their statistics so there's this really uh, old and popular ring in germany called the nurburgring yeah i heard of that and everybody's like oh this hit 1 minute 25 in the nurburgring yeah. this hit this many minutes in the nurburgring and it's like no because the nurburgring is designed to make cars go faster mm. so getting a fast time on a track that is designed to get good <laughs> stats is not a good stat so they should change it up make it a difficult more difficult place well then they, there's the, then you race the car on different tracks and then you see the overall I performance see. of the car and that's what a formula 1 season shows you like where the car performed the best because there's mm. hot places there's cold places all of that affects the all the performance of the car. Well, wow. is and this like the sport that you followed like throughout life? Throughout life, I think so, yeah, yeah. pretty much. Wow. I think it's been the constant. It's so exciting, it's so interesting. The the engineering aspect yeah. of it. Right. The the, indi- the the individual aspect of the driver, like just think about it. Like you can one guy. You can imagine not to some degree what it would be like to be in that car yeah to some degree some not degree. i mean not you've driven a car before you've driven a car before you, know, <laughs> like you, you, you can relate to a lot of what he's doing yeah and you can i th- i think that you can even like uh, provide some feedback on on this side just to be like oh you know you can improve it like this you can improve <laughs> it like that dude you should call up lewis hamilton and be like hey listen like, man uh, <laughs> that left turn little close <laughs> to the fucking apex but <laughs> <laughs> maybe not cut the chicane too hard on that turn <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe that's your job. You're an you're an F1 analyst. Help help F1 drivers. Yeah, so direct like, line. Get the fuck. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, who is this guy? <laughs> like, have you ever even been in a for- Have you ever seen a car before? <laughs> <laughs> that's interesting. I've uh, Just for the record, I have not seen a Formula 1 car before. I have not seen a Formula 1 yeah, yeah. car before. Well, no, what about in like a museum or anything? Well, actually, I have seen a Formula 1 car before, not in commission, but I mean, it was I, I've seen a Formula 1 car before. There you go. Yeah. But it's not the same thing. It's no, not, it's not, not. It's not the same thing. But is that a is that a bucket list item to go to a Grand Prix or whatever? I want to go to a Grand Prix and you know be in the the paddock in the back with what the do you mean? with the headphones and the what helping the people? No, no, just he- listening into like celebrities go in there all the time. I'm oh, sure yeah? there's a way of getting in there into the team with the headphones and the gear. And so the you're hearing monitors. like what the telling driver and exactly, all that. Exactly, exactly. You get to hear what the dri- you get to see all the monitors which has all the the data yeah, that yeah, they're yeah. analyzing. Are they constantly streaming data or is it like all stored on the computer? Yeah, there's there's sensors on the car which are telling them tire pressures, condition live like live, real time. Live information, yeah. That's crazy. That's absolutely. Wow. It is crazy, man. Yeah, it's a sport that I never have paid attention to. Like really, I I mean, I, I always liked cars, mm-hmm. especially as a kid. Mm-hmm. I had the you have top trumps. You know what top trumps are? Those cards? Yeah, Those yeah. Cards. yeah. I'm yeah, so yeah. glad you know what those are. My my cousin collects them. Nice. Yeah, I had like a um supercar pack i remember and uh-huh. just like we and my brother would just like go back and forth and like look at the stats and be like <laughs> acceleration on the fucking cohen <laughs> z71 blah. but yeah just uh, for some reason i mean i was i guess i was probably just into other sports and then my parents never really watched it like how do you watch it i think it also helps if there's like a like a like a messy or something yeah in, in, yeah yeah, in yeah, the yeah. Sport, for right? sure yeah so for big name for formula one it was michael schumacher Mm. He drove the Ferrari. Right. He was a German. Yeah. He got like he, he was, was the guy. He's the poster child for the sport. I know. Uh, yeah, I knew who Michael Schumacher. Everybody was. knows who yeah, Michael yeah. Schumacher is. Everybody's like, oh, he's the best driver in the world. Like, what but is now he's he's in a coma. In a coma. He's in a coma. It's so sad, man. Seven-time world champion. Is that like un- unheard un- of? Yeah, unmatched. Yeah. Lewis Hamilton just got to five. Damn. 
Seven Dime is the, but I'm. That's a record. Yeah, yeah, that's the record. Do you think Hamilton will d- beat it then? He can, I'm sure. But there's Sebastian Vettel, who's four-time world champion, just sitting right next to him Ooh. in a Ferrari. Oh, mm. that's your guy, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. And again, poster child, German German driver, Ferrari car, <laughs> Italian car, German driver, <laughs> the best combination in the yeah. sport that that they've ever seen. Really? Yeah, because seven-time world champion Michael Schumacher, no. as I've said before, yeah, multiple many times. times. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool, man. Uh, his son is joining the sport. Mick, really? Mick Schumacher. No way. Yeah. He just, he's in FI, is in Formula 2. Really? Yeah. So like the league below. The league below. Formula 2 is designed to get drivers for Formula 1. Hmm. So that it's, so all the cars have the same specifications. So that there's more overtaking possibilities. Okay. So that, the most, again, the sport is more exciting. Yeah. But then you train the drivers for a more patient, uh, longer, a longer duration battle. In Formula One. Got it. Because it's, uh, because cars are faster. There's pit stop strategies that you have to follow. There's, it's all about, you need to be on your How team. long is the season? Um, about half, half, like half a year. Okay. Like it started off when? Like in, it's going to start in April, I believe. And it's going to end in like September or something. That's chill. Yeah. Not much time to pay attention to too oh, yeah. <laughs> like football Premier League like it just is always on oh yeah you know what I mean like oh, nine yeah. months a year <laughs> but, I, but I guess a lot more people watch it too huge amounts oh, yeah. Yeah. but I mean look at look at America man like the I know right isn't there the like disconnect. hockey America and Canada yeah hockey is going on all the time yeah 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 100% well, es- especially the, uh, the main one is baseball baseball I think play the most games out of any professional sport how many in a week though average oh in a week mm-hmm. Every day, um, every day, well, it depends. Much. So if they're in, a, they they sometimes play uh, teams in a series, uh-huh. not not like a championship, just uh-huh. like in a series. Mm-hmm. So they'll play uh, best of five or something. So they may have like a like three games or something, you know, mm-hmm. in a week, you know. But as a season, it's something crazy, like a hundred plus games. Do you think that like organizing sports in in this day and age, like uh, organizing and you know the frequency of them occurring in a week? or in a month, or in a year, mm-hmm. has anything to do with controlling people or the controlling the oh, population? That is an interesting question. I've, I've thought about just, that. Just like uh, how the Romans used to do with the Colosseum. Did they do that same thing? They used they to were, do that. They, they were controlling the population. They controlled the population. Like they, if, they if the public was getting upset, you'd throw the, some right. games and everybody's right, right, like, right. yeah! Yeah, I know. Death! I <laughs> <laughs> More death! <laughs> well, now we have the UFC, and it's like a cl- as close as you can get to like actual... Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. No. I. I do think that. I do think that. I don't know how you know centrally planned it is. If Mm -hmm. there's like a, uh huh. (laughs) (laughs) Venezuela is causing an uprising. Let's have uh, English uh, versus (laughs) France, like you know, World Cup friendly or something. I mean, not that not that absurd of a relation. Right. 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 Yeah. Uh, on, On. I'm sure on some note. Yeah. You must. You must think that it's gotta be. I mean, it sport like most sports were created especially like something like american football mm-hmm. that was created because so many people came back from world war Two and they were afraid what a bunch of unemployed men young men would do after mm-hmm. world war Two. so they created american football and it started at uh i think yale or harvard or one of those ivy leagues and just slowly spread throughout the ivy league system and just caught caught fire and it was supposed to be kind of like a like a stand-in for war in a way so like yeah, that just goes to your point. Like they're doing something, like giving entertainment. Maybe it's you could argue it's distraction at the cost of like multiple concussions. But yeah, absolutely. But here's the thing: Do you think I I think that most football players mm-hmm. 
before even before all this maybe they didn't know the extent of how bad it could be mm-hmm. but they knew that getting knocked in the head a million times is not good for you right? oh yeah yeah so oh, like yeah. the argument is like should they be paying like reparations to the players before who or families before who were i, I wouldn't know? say so yeah no yeah no that's a bit too much i think so as well i, I think, think they go in you go in with some knowledge knowing that it's gonna i think gonna fuck you i up. think that we constantly misunderstand the meaning of like consent not not in the way that most people would be talking about consent yeah. but like just the way that people engage in things freely yeah and then they have to suffer like they have to bear with the consequences of what they've done yeah. they have to bear with the consequences of their actions right and i mean when you look at the sport you know what's going to happen to you after a while yeah exactly like, like we we did uh, we're doing pain we're we're doing the biological function of pain in one of my classes and we were talking about how there's two functions there's two systems of pain one is called the internal pathologist and one is called the external pathologist okay and it identifies pain as entirely either an avoidance system uh-huh. or a repair system okay so it's like sometimes you experience pain because your body is fixing itself so that you don't hurt itself even Again. further than okay. than than what what's happening mm-hmm with like american football you just keep going at it yeah there's no i i don't know if your body is telling you that you got to stop now man right well i think it's the you i can't imagine how like for example the linemen those are the people who the super bowl was this weekend did you watch no, it no i'm not not a fan sorry shame on you there goes half the listeners on this <laughs> <laughs> no I mean, i'm not the biggest american football fan but i am a patriot so i watch the super bowl no. <laughs> 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 Tom Brady, Tom Brady. Yeah, Tom, Tom Brady. Brady, baby. Six rings, bro. <laughs> um, where was I going? Oh, yeah. So like, imagine how you would feel. So the linemen are those guys on the that line up at the line of scrimmage. And basically, the offensive lineman, mm-hmm. is, his job is to defend against the... Uh, sorry, is to uh, attack the quarterback of the other team and uh, tackle him and get him down so he can't throw the ball, right? Mm-hmm. So imagine just big fucking, like, hundred... 40 kilo men just every play so you know probably over a thousand times just these mini car crashes of humans just i can't imagine like i know how you feel after like a heavy lifting session Mm -hmm. i can't imagine how you would feel how broken down you feel after a game like that like a football game like it's just beyond my cognition <laughs> but i guess they're also like what second highest player second highest paid, paid players yeah second the linemen or? though the linemen are not the linemen are like the kind of oh no just overall in like in, sport, in sports yeah yeah, like yeah yeah american football would be like number three or number two right because it's number one is basketball that's for sure i know that is it or is it baseball like basketball basketball players. i'm sure basketball players are very expensive yeah second would be baseball yeah or I don't know. Soccer. I don't know how obsessed. No, no, like just in, oh, in America. Just America. Yeah. But soccer would definitely come up there because. Soccer uh, players don't. I don't even think even in the MLS they don't get paid very much. I don't think. I don't know. Really? I, I could be wrong. I don't really follow the MLS there's, at all. There's a lot of uh, European players. That's true. Like, so they, they got to be paying them a lot of money. They've got to be paying Yeah, them. yeah, like that's true. David Villa. Yeah. Lampard, Beckham was over there. Beckham was. Beckham Rooney. Was, I think Beckham started the. Started the yeah, MLS he did. He started the trend. Pretty, pretty he played much. for Galaxy for like years. Mm hmm. Sedan, I think, Terry Henry. Yeah, they all went over there. It's like, <clears throat> you either go to the US or you go to China. <laughs> if you want to just bank, like just make <laughs> so much money. Definitely, I'd go to the US if I had the option. If you were like a world-class retired footballer, 100% go to the US. 
Oh yeah, no. Well, it probably depends on how I- much money. Ibrahimovic just went to LA, right? Oh, did he? I don't I'd, even know. I'd want to go to LA. Fuck I want it. to go to California. I've yeah. never been to California. Really? Yeah. Ah, dude, come visit, man. I've uh, I was listening to this one song. It's uh, I mean, it's called Hella Hella Hella, but uh, is this back to the? Is that the daughter of Loki? No, 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 no. <laughs> Hella? This is that what you're talking about? This is, this is just the, you know the colloquial word Hella, meaning a lot. Oh, Hella. A large, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or just a, a yeah, that's a, a California of term. a high intensity or something. Yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> high <laughs> Try but, to define it. But uh, I uh, like the song mentioned this place called Carpinteria. <coughs> Have you heard of Carpinteria no. in California? Carpinteria. Yeah, I want to mm-hmm. check it out. I've heard. I saw some pictures. Ten thousand population. Okay. Yeah. Is it in Southern California? I believe so. Or in like somewhere in the middle. I don't know. Somewhere in the middle. <laughs> because the 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 chorus says he's in northern Calif. He's in northern California. Or so he says, ended up in Carpinteria. I don't know if Carpinteria is Northern California or not, according to this chorus. Yeah. Because he's saying he's in Northern California, or so he is. Or he, and then he ended up. Ended up in Carpinteria. That doesn't really make, that doesn't really tell me where he is. In relation to Northern in, California. In relation to Northern California. I don't know. Poor songwriting on his part. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I couldn't tell but you. Yeah. Yeah, there's like, dude, yeah, there's so much California that's just stunning. Yeah. There's a lot of it that's just nothing, though, too. You know? Just like, like Red Dead Redemption? Is it like Red Dead Redemption? <laughs> I haven't played Red Dead. You well, haven't? I played the first one. Okay. Not the second one. Is it like. I actually have the second one. Why don't you play the second one? Because I'm a fool. What's wrong with you, man? I know. I just need to dedicate time to it, and I just know it will, like, subsume my life, consume my life. Fair. Right. You should get God of War if you have a PS4. I don't have a PS4. Disc, <laughs> <laughs> disc. Uh. Yeah, but yeah, California, you got Northern California, which is like very similar to Vancouver, but just less rain. Mm-hmm. Um, they have the Chaparral, it's called. It's kind of like Mediterranean looking, I uh-huh, guess. Just uh-huh. imagine Vancouver, but dry. That sounds great like um, already. I mean, <laughs> but like too dry, though. That's the thing. Like, actually, recently, the, my, apparently, my, I talked to my dad today, there's a shitload of rain and snow. Which in is Calif- fucking rare. In California. In my town, yeah. Like, uh, if you look at... So, I live right next to Mount Dablo, which is... Uh, Mount North or South California? I live in North. Okay. Northern. Oh, that's the cold area, right? Cold. Cold. It, it gets Colder like... Colder. Yeah. Relative. 15 <laughs> degrees. Really? I mean, in no. In the mornings, it's like that sounds, zero. That sounds amazing. In the mornings, it can be zero. But, like, throughout the day, maybe it'll be like 10, you know? That's not too bad. Right now, I think it's pretty cold, though. It doesn't get, like, minus four, minus It doesn't six. get minus. That's rare. Unless it's in the morning or at night, then it gets cold. Yeah. But then you have sort of this, like, intermediary zone mm-hmm. until you get to big towns along the coast. Right. In uh, Southern California. Mm-hmm. There's a lot along the way. Like, San- I don't know if Santa Cruz is even... Con- I guess Santa Cruz is considered Northern California. Yeah, must be. Um, but... A lot of it is desert, too. And a lot of it is, like, valley and farmland. A lot of it is nothing. I've heard it's unsustainable, California. Very unsustainable. Because of the amount of water that they're pumping there. Yeah, and yeah. And there's just nothing there. Yeah, they diverted the Colorado River to L.A. That's, like, why L.A. is there. They literally dammed up the Colorado River and diverted it wow. <laughs> into L.A. <laughs> yeah, otherwise it wouldn't be there. Well, it's in the middle of a desert. Like, L.A., if you, like, you, go, th- you go through this stretch of road called the Grapevine mm-hmm. after going on, like, hours of... Uh, Interstate 5, mm-hmm. one of the most boring and ugliest roads I've ever been on in my entire life. If you go on the one, mm-hmm. that's like the one that goes all the way along the coast, incredible. But it takes like, you know, twice as long, three times as long because it's super windy. 
Would you want to live in California? I mean, you live there, but yeah, you wanna you wanna go back there, right? Uh, I think my current plan is to go back there. Yeah. Um, it's super expensive. Really? Um, to live? Oh yeah, it's insane. It's probably worse than here. Shit. Property shit. Everyone wants to live in California, man. That's why. I mean, fair enough. Um, so maybe yeah, like I'd love to. Mm-hmm. Um, I I don't know. I I've thought about that. I would be open to living in lots of different places throughout my life. Where I want to like settle, mm-hmm. I don't. I have no idea. California would be awesome. For like for me, California has this. Like, I have you. Has it ever happened to you that you uh, watch a movie or like play a game from like which is based, which is set in the '60s or something, or just set it from an old time, mm-hmm. and then you start picturing that city. Yeah, yeah. And you just want to, like, go to that specific timeline. That but then you get in there, and then it's a bit disappointing. But I think California still has that that element that I can go there. And I will still feel the same way as I did. Well, like, the, my, my relation is mostly movies and yeah. this one uh, rock star video game called L.A. Noir. Oh, yeah. And I think, uh, like, one of my fantasies is, like, going to... <laughs> going to going to that old Is that, like, LA, the detective? The detective. Shit. The detective version. And they built... Uh, Los Angeles from 1947. Damn. Well, I can tell you it probably Beautiful. looks very different to 1947. I'm sure. Yeah. Like, yeah. But, uh, you know, just uh, like, what if I describe you a scene? Like, you're, there's this uh, Californian company called Singer. They uh-huh. take old 911 turbos and they basically, like, I wouldn't say recreate them, just soup them up. Yeah. Put in new parts. New brakes. New brakes. Everything just... Suspension. Re- just... Uh, just make it a new car essentially. Yeah. make it a better car than it was before but with the old body of with the, the old body yeah. so it looks like a classic 911 yeah. and just imagine driving that yeah California. down the coast down the coast yeah no there's red, nothing better red sunset yeah yeah <laughs> that's Jory's fantasy right oh my god <laughs> <laughs> no yeah 100% like it's weird how mo- how romanticized California is I, I mean it makes sense because it is an incredibly beautiful place to be but like I remember especially traveling like you were just pigeonholed immediately. Where mm-hmm. are you from? California. Oh, LA. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hollywood. Like, you know what I mean? No, but that also says a lot about the place that you can sort of um, still bring about those those fantasies in, w- into reality. True. With California. It's about the place as well. That's what I'm saying. That certain places you go and you're disappointed, you know, mm. because it wasn't what you would imagined it to be. But you've never been, so you don't know yet. I, I'm saying that I'm, I'm, you think? I'll put good money on it. Oh, wow. I'll put good money on it. <laughs> now you're really because, leaving yourself because up. A lo- because a lot of people have felt the same way. Yeah, true. A lot of people have told me yeah. that it has that it has that effect. For sure. At least Los Angeles. I don't know about mm. the rest of California. Nah, dude, come to Northern California. Northern California? Better. My brother went to Berkeley. Oh, yeah? So he tells me that, yeah. He, oh, nice. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's super close to me. It's like 40 minutes away. Yeah, he didn't want to leave, man. Really? Yeah. I bet. Yeah, Berkeley's... It's uh, like uh, San Francisco, Berkeley. I don't want to leave. And now where is he? Where He's is in he Istanbul now. Oh, okay. Yeah. Shit. Working for Coca-Cola. No way. Yeah. Nice. Is he uh, in, in deep with uh, Edwan? The what? With Edwan? The, the president dude he ha- like every day I hear him it's like dude my page has gone down <laughs> this guy <laughs> he's destroying the economy <laughs> <laughs> no oh man yeah yeah. I had Nil do you know Nil have you ever met her I don't think so I li- uh, she's one of my roommates <clears throat> that uh, she's from Turkey and we had like oh. a podcast that was like kind of spe- specific uh, it didn't turn out or I didn't want it to start like bashing <laughs> Edward, Edward but it kind of ended up like that Did it, I think he uh, 
He took offense to being compared to Smeagol or something. <laughs> I think it was who wouldn't him. though? <laughs> like no one wants to be compared to Smeagol. I mean, I, w- I wouldn't make it a make it like a legislative like a problem or something. Oh, he like brought it to people's attention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. it's a crime. I think you can't make fun of the president anymore. It's treasonous. <sighs> That's scary. Yeah, I, don't like I heard they even banned evolution in classrooms. Really? Yes. I thought he was secular. Uh, nope. No. No. He's elected by the fundamentals. Oh, that's shit. what I, that's what that's what the Tur- that's what Turkish people have told me. I don't know about it. Yeah, but that's what I was told that he's not. He can't be secularist. No, like uh, the secularists are upset with him. Right, I didn't know that. Wow. Yes, sir. Have you ever been to Turkey? Yes, I have. Really, Istanbul. Yeah. How do you like it? I loved it. I heard it's beautiful. Yes, yeah. I went. I stayed mostly the European side. Okay. But uh, my brother is living in the Asian side now, mm-hmm. and I it, he says that it has a lot more character than the European side because really? it's. Uh, it's not as touristy. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that makes sense. You get into like, there's like, uh, there's a Jewish quarter over there as well, which mm. I didn't know that Istanbul had. Yeah. It's just like, just like Jerusalem. You know, uh. Jerusalem has certain like, certain yeah, yeah, quarters. quarters. Yeah, yeah. And I, I had no idea that. And uh, do you know that Istanbul, do you know what Istanbul means? No. It's derived from a Greek, the Greek word. It means, it's from Istanpolis, which means in the city. Hmm. And that's what the name of Istanbul comes from. In the city. In the city. Nice. Yeah. Learn something new every day. Uh, Doesn't mean anything. (laughs) But I mean, cool, right? Yeah, it's great. That's a good fun fact. I'm going to bring that up. (laughs) But uh, I mean, it's got so many names, right? Constantinople. Constantinople, classic. Islambol apparently is a name as well, but I don't know. Somebody might have Hmm. fucked around on Wiki with that. (laughs) (laughs) Just trolling (laughs) the entire world. Man. Yeah, I don't know. I, I. do build places up in my head, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I've ever gone to a place and be like, oh, this isn't what I pictured. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking like just a surprise, like a surprise was just a, any major Asian city, I guess. Mm-hmm. Especially in India when I went there, it was just like, I didn't really know what I was expecting. And then when I got there, it was like, it was not this. Really? <laughs> like, that's what I know. I you Obviously, you see on TV, like, oh, there's going to be monkeys and there's going to be cows in the streets and, like, the traffic's crazy. But, like, there's a whole difference between, like, hearing that and, and seeing it in films and then seeing reality, you know what I mean? Experiencing it. Mm-hmm. I think you'd probably feel as, like you wouldn't get as overwhelmed as because, obviously, nowhere near, like, the busyness or chaos level of any, like, like, you, Lahore is pretty chaotic, I would assume, no? Oh, yeah. Like, there's certain areas, yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. But you'd still have, like, some feeling of, like, just you're taking in an inc- a entirely complete visual scene, and mm-hmm. you're a part of it, and you're smelling the air, and you're listening to things. Like, there's a hu- such a big difference between thinking and, and experiencing. I don't know. Maybe you could be disappointed in that. Like, I was disappointed when I, I think I went to Manhattan. Oh, Man- really? Manhattan for me was completely different because uh, I think because of there there have been so many yeah uh, like uh, like versions of Manhattan yeah yeah, yeah. throughout movies uh, throughout movies yeah there's always a different that's take true on that it. would be the big test for me too is Bro- Manhattan Brooklyn which I wasn't thinking was uh, going to be great was actually was. completely I really liked it really interesting but I guess it's just the aesthetic I think I'm a bit pretentious <laughs> <laughs> that's why because it's like sort of older style brick buildings yeah, and like shit like that it's slightly aged I just like slightly aged yeah. things I don't know why because it has culture has it just, yeah. time has experience in the walls but, like I, I think this also has to do with uh, our appreciation for things in general like some people you know some people like new things yeah some people like old things yeah that's very true 
And Classic cars or s- the new. S- some pe- some people like you know some people respect their elders. Some people don't. <laughs> <laughs> it could be it could be a good example that you can apply. It's just how you treat things, right? Right. right. Like uh, if you see something new happening, you're gonna treat it with joy. Or if you see something new happening, you're gonna be like, oh, I want to stick with the old. Hmm. Ones, you know. Do you think there are like two types of people then that like prob- probably I think so. Yeah. I think there's like I'm somebody who. Likes old things, just really? old things in general. They just fascinate me. Hmm. But I don't see any practical value in it. Right. Well, you don't need to to appreciate it, right? It doesn't but, need to be practically. But, but but when you're valuing something new, don't you see practical value in it? Because it's mm. an improvement on what was before. Yeah, but are you doing that? Are you like I guess doing that whole step, or is it just like, wow, that looks cool? Like you look at a fucking what? What's the new Lamborghini called? Not Murcielago. I don't know, Chiron something, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, there's Bugatti Chiron, right? Yeah. You see that and you're like, I don't know if you're looking at like the practical use of it. You're just like, wow, like look at that fucking thing. It looks like a spaceship. No, like it looks like a, a drawing almost that like I, I made when I was a kid. Like I, I don't know if it's, yeah, I don't know. But that would be mixing like art and like function. Like how do you, how, how would, would you categorize cars into art or function? That's a good question. Right. Yeah. It can be both. Yeah. Yeah. And absolutely. I guess that destroys... Art is anything you want it to be, right? Yeah. But, like, with cars, you also have purpose as well. You have... Yeah, you couldn't have a car that didn't move. <laughs> no, but, like, you'd have, a, you'd have, you have different, uh, different ways of getting, getting those speeds, right? Like, there's... Mm. Uh, you know how in cars, there's, there's turbocharged cars and yeah. there's supercharged cars? Yeah. So, turbocharged cars, like, they're both the same thing. It's just that turbochargers run on the exhaust gases okay. that are uh, that that are the result of combustion in okay. the engine. So the exhaust gases, instead of going out of the car, they, they power in they power a turbine, okay. which sucks air in. Ah, oh, no way! I did not know that. And that is the that's a, that's how a turbo works. Okay. And the difference between a supercharger is a supercharger is connected to the engine, and it works on the crankshaft. So you're basically getting mm. engine power to get the air intake to to bring it in. Wow. Yeah. So what's the like? What's better? Well, it depends. Depends on the, what you depends want. on the engine and depends what you want. Mm. But like, uh, essentially, turbos and superchargers. Like a turbo is a kind of supercharger. Okay. They were called super turbochargers, <laughs> but you know it's a mouthful. <laughs> so they're like, okay, let's just call it a turbocharger now. <laughs> and uh, the Germans are obsessed with turbos. Really. Most of their cars have turbos in them. Porsches. And it's Porsches, uh, the new Volkswagens. They're the, all the they're turbos, all like turbo when you turbo. can hear the whistle, right? Like the, yeah, there's a sort yeah. of there's a specific sound. I can't. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not a car. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but like uh, there's um, it. It just I think it's also to do with uh, just ov- like just looking at German engineering overall. It has to do a lot with efficiency. Yeah, and it has to do a lot with using what you have at right. on on the table right now. Like engineering L- shit on the engine. Like just. Keeping it a closed system. Yeah. Like, um, mm, uh, very neat. Do, do you know what the story of Fanta? No. So, Fanta is originated in Germany. Okay. And it happened during World War II when there was a trade embargo with the Germans. Okay. So, they had no Coke. Had no Coca Cola to make. The Coca the Cola guys in Germany. So, they came up with, I think, Fanta, which they made from potatoes or some other. Really? Uh, Byproduct like like products surplus. that they weren't going to use in making yeah, yeah. something like this. Yeah. And they made Fanta out of it. And the word is based on fantasy, which means to use your imagination. <laughs> no way. That's, the, that's just that's how the Germans think, man. Interesting. Yeah. Have you been to Germany? I have not. No. Me I neither. think they will not disappoint me either. 
<laughs> yeah, me neither. It is interesting that you can like categorize categorize Germans as this like orderly, absolutely, yeah, working people that are they like things on time. <laughs> like very even, like even when they're doing terrible things, they do it so well. <laughs> 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 oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah, no, the sis like the system the system that they set up. It yeah, was, it's it's great. Like uh, it's crazy. Just when you think about uh, when you think about a Porsche, like the um, I saw this on Top Gear the other day, and they were talking about like Doctor Ferdinand Porsche in the f- in the 30s or 40s had this crazy idea of putting the engine in the back of the car mm-hmm. as opposed to the front. Yeah, and he's like, now we come to realize that that was an ingenious idea because when you take off traction control off of the uh, in the Porsche which is electronic traction control yeah. the car still sticks to the ground right. because of the weight distribution of, of the, the car. back yeah, because yeah. the engine is situated not in the back but like in the middle of the car almost oh, okay so it sits the in- all four wheels down ah interesting to like give the you set grip. brings the center of mass like to the, the middle exactly yeah, exactly yeah. and that's the logic behind the Porsche that's why the engine is in the back wow it gives you great weight distribution with a, and that was pre like electronic traction control. Yeah, yeah. Volks, Volkswagen cars like uh, the the Beetle. Why mm-hmm. was the Beetle rev- revolutionary? Because it was an air cooled engine instead of a water cooled engine. You could take it anywhere. Mm, no way. Yeah. You didn't need water to like you refill d- the radiator. Exactly. Engine. Exactly. Shit. He even developed the first world's hybrid car. The concept of a hybrid car. Really? Yeah. But he didn't make it. He just had, like came up with their design. I mean, I don't know. I haven't I haven't read into it that much. But I I heard also that he had Czech citizenship and Hitler gave him German citizenship. Really? To get him to like make stuff for the Reich. Wow. And he contributed again to tanks, to cars, to everything. everything. And he's known as the great German in- inventor. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Doctor. Yo, I'm going to have to pause because I am going to burst my okay. bladder. Okay. Literally. Okay. Or do you want Do you want to just ramble while no, I'm gone? No, no. Are you sure? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. I think I'll definitely run out of yeah, stuff to talk about. That's the thing you think you do, but you actually don't. Um, All right, we'll be right back right. after this. Hello, hello, hello. And we're back. How are you doing, Jari? This is a mid, uh, mid-podcast mid update. Tell the people what's going on. Again, I totally forgot about what we were talking about. Um, we were talking about cars, turbos, uh-huh, supercharger, uh-huh. good things, uh, new things versus old things. That was like the motif. Mm-hmm, that was mm-hmm. what we were like mainly focusing on. No, no, I'm more of a... New thing person? Are you a new thing person? I like new things. Mm-hmm. I don't have an aversion to new things. Mm-hmm. But I'm not someone that... I don't really buy a lot of stuff. Like, I don't get off on, like... Unless it's something I've, want, like, looked for and, like, need. Mm-hmm. I think, like, all of my objects that I buy, mm-hmm. I have to justify it with, like... I actually need this. Like this would make my life considerably better. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't. I wouldn't just go on a whim and like buy a jacket because it looked sick. You know. Right. I I guess with with old things though, you wouldn't really go out to buy them. You would just look at them. You just no. You just they just come to you. They just you just acquire them through true some sort of fortunate yeah. incident. Well, maybe know? that's why thrift shopping is such like a popular thing to do now. Like it's kind of become chic mm-hmm, to like. Mm-hmm. Get your clothes at a thrift shop, but is that really a love for all things, or is that a? It's a trend. Love to be like relevant. Yeah, it's a trend, but also I think it is partly motivated because you can get some cool like retro clothes, right? And there is a there's a desire, there's a demand for that stuff. But I mean that again, that is being like that demand is coming out from some social obligation to look. Uh, you know, you think that's what's the I primary th- motivation, though? I, I think that. One should be very self-critical of these things and uh, 
like uh, just to be aware of you know what can come across right as like fashionable as fashionable or what what i think is i should wear you know yeah yeah like this should be this 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 didn't come from me this came this, this definitely came from somewhere else yeah 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 right you you're I, leading in you're playing into people's expectations ex- exactly you're you're falling into conformity that's yeah. one of my biggest fears i don't like falling into conformity you know what you are you're a hipster you're a fucking hipster a hipster you're a dirty hipster exactly but then but, but then again uh, even <laughs> but even then a hipster that's again a hipster is like he's uh, he's he's playing into a role he's, he's yeah. playing into another role of Absolutely. not conforming to things yeah so you got a wow you got a tricky scenario it's, for yourself exactly <laughs> i know i know right story of my life man <laughs> so how do you ride the line how do you balance it I don't really. I you don't think about I it. I just don't think about it. Yeah, I try to. Well, I do think about it. That's the thing. I think about it all the time, mm-hmm. but I don't come up come with conclusions. I I think it's like if, if you come with a conclusion, even that's uh, that's a problem right there. Yeah. Well, you can't because how are you to know like what's an organic thing that's like oh yeah this is something I actually want to do, and then be like what if that thing just happened to be also quite popular like say it is thrift shopping mm-hmm. or say it is i don't know whatever name whatever kombucha <laughs> i th- i think then it falls down to how much i trust myself or how much yeah. i trust my judgment right because sometimes you know sometimes uh, Im- imagine if uh, i went out and bought a pair of aviators mm-hmm. and the next week aviators are in fashion and everybody's buying everybody yeah. has an aviator yeah i would know like i would I, I would you know i would tell myself yeah. that this isn't because of them Okay, like you but you would still wear the aviator. I would, I would wear the aviator. Yeah, like I need to, I need to know that I'm not lying to myself. And then you just show everybody the receipt. And be like, look, <laughs> July 10th, July 10th. <laughs> 2011. It's, it's, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Why not? Uh-huh. If I if I want to be that crazy, might as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If I hate conformity that much, why not? Carry all of your receipts. <laughs> exactly. There's no, there's no, there's no limits. Yeah. Interesting. But no, uh, I definitely have had that thought. Like, I think it's all about it's 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 how you like uh, think about like if you're. Um, if you think you can play football really well. Yeah. If you think you play football really well, but you don't really play football really well. You keep telling yourself that, that I play football really well. Yeah. You know, everybody thinks I play football really yeah, well. Yeah, My yeah. mom told me that I play yeah. football really well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's lying to yourself. You're lying to yourself. You're lying to yourself constantly, again and again and again. And the worst person that you can lie to is yourself. 100%. Again, poetic. That's a, that's a bumper <laughs> right there. <laughs> no, 100%. But I mean, I think with sport, it's a little different because you have like this immediate testing ground mm-hmm. like you come to futsal drop in on wednesday mm-hmm. and you realize oh wait i'm not the best in no the but, the, but the idea again like if, since if you're lying to yourself the idea is not falling into conformity here mm. so when you're not like the you're you're already living a lie in your head that you're not con- like you are not going to conform to these standards that they've set up here Mm. That gets ridiculous. Though. That gets ridiculous, though. Yeah. Exactly. That's when you're denying the external world. You don't know what a good soccer player is. Exactly. I do. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. exactly. Like that's, that's how far funny. you can go to lying to yourself. Right. Yeah. That's why. Like th- that's when people go crazy, right? When right. they convince themselves of when the external world isn't adhering to their their version of yeah. the external world. Right. Yeah. But Interesting. But then some people kind of use that to their advantage. You can, right? Because if you can really convince yourself that of some reality, then especially like an egoist, like an being, egotistical kind being of... Being able to change your reality according to what you think... That's powerful. That, that's godly. That is. That's godly. That is right godlike, yeah. yeah. But we all have that ability, right? I think I think well, some, some people do. Some people have the ability and the opportunity to do it. Mm-hmm. 
because that's also like you know there's uh, there's hard work, there's talent, and then there's talent and hard work combined combined together. So talent being one thing that you're not, you have no control over. You have no control over what talent you're going to get or what talent is going to be bestowed upon you. Sure. So that's the unpredictable aspect of it. The hardworking is the con- controllable aspect of it. Mm-hmm. The environment, nature versus nurture. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I will still. You'd have to be like borderline delusional to like, you know, go to it. Like I was saying in my example, like going to a futsal drop in and being like, "I am the best player in the world." You know what I mean? Coming away like that, like thinking that. I mean, yeah, but what? But there are people like that. There are people like that. Yeah. Some people even prove you wrong, you know. How? By actually, like by actually being good, performing, you know. Mm. Yeah, but then that's fine. I, well, I don't know if it's fine, but freak, freak occurrences, you know. Yeah, exactly. Most likely, if they're that. But I mean, football is a very complicated example that I gave you. Like, we can let's go into singing. Like, some people can sing, some people can't. Mm. And some people think that they can sing. Have you seen like Ameri- oh, yeah. American Idol auditions? Oh Dude, my god, that's I remember I that. Yeah, those are the cringiest fucking videos. Oh my god. Oh, just yeah, because they are fully convinced they sound like an angel. It's like I'm a superstar. And I'm a superstar. You like, listen to it, it sounds like a dying goat. Yeah, <laughs> that's scary that you can kind of work yourself into. But do you think there's a pre-existing something there, like their environment or whatever, something in them that? they haven't ever been told to be like actually self-critical or like taught to be self-critical i'm not too sure there's something missing i think i'm sure they're self-critical they're i'm sure they they try to like uh, improve improve something that like changed something within their voice yeah but it's just like how how much can how much you can lie to yourself how far can you go to lie to yourself right to the end of the earth probably Mm -hmm. most people Mm -hmm. Because you know the Earth's flat. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yes. Why are we having this discussion? <laughs> I thought this was a done deal. Oh yeah. Sorry. Didn't mean to bring it up. Didn't. Who was it? Was it? Uh, what was his name? The guy who uh, figured out that the earth, the earth was uh, uh, spherical. What was his name? Galileo. No, 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 no. It was way before that guy. Uh, he was a Greek guy. Soc. No, not Socrates. Archimedes. Wasn't. Wasn't Ptolemy. Never mind. We'll remember. I don't know. We'll remember on a, on another event. Why? What what were you gonna say about him? I completely forgot. Like this this was in like uh, he went to Alexandria to measure the length of shadows. Like by measuring the length of shadows, he, he determined that out. the earth was the earth wasn't flat. What was his name? God damn it! I have no idea. We can look this up. Why yeah, we have the internet. Why, why, why don't we look this up? <laughs> <laughs> Who discovered the earth was flat? This is the Jeopardy round. Ding dong, ding dong, ding dong, ding. Da 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 da. da. <laughs> keep going, keep going. The event's slow. <laughs> nah, I'm not gonna. I'll just entertain these people with my voice. I'm like, I haven't looked up the name yet, but I think it was Eratus, Eratus Tost, Eratus Tostenes. I don't know. Eratus Tostenes. Eratus Tostenes. Yes. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. He was the chief librarian at the Library of Alexandria, born 276 BC. That's a title. This guy figured it out before Christ (laughs) that the Earth wasn't flat. (laughs) And yeah, see, that's why I wasn't I wasn't able to remember his name. His his a very complicated. Yeah, I I didn't. Eratosthenes. 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 Yeah. 
Why would you name yourself? <laughs> the Greeks, man. <laughs> why? They're on some other shit. That's why. Yeah. If you had to, uh, or if you could, you were given the opportunity to go back to, you have to go back, mm-hmm. but go back to any time mm-hmm. in history. Mm-hmm. Where would you go? And okay, I'd press like give more things, because like, are you gonna be you know? Because you now, you in like the South in the U.S. during the forties, oh, yeah. oh, yeah. not a good. <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm gonna be lynched in like five. <laughs> yeah, seconds. not a good. So maybe let's say you're in like a bubble, like invisible bubble that like you're just observing and like seeing how life is, and you can go anywhere you want. Mm-hmm. Actually, I would want to live through it, but I would want to live through it. With like this sort of bubble where race isn't a problem. Okay. Where I've just like blended in. To yeah. What, okay. Okay. What the environment is or what the condition. You're is. a Greek. You're like a if I'm a Greek or I'm an Arab yeah. or I'm a Russian or something. Yeah. Okay. Um, I would say you like that then. I would probably go back to world like just before World War One, in uh, in like the Arabian Peninsula. Really. With Lawrence of Arabia. <laughs> nice. That was the time when there was no con- like borders were ir- irrelevant for British officers, <laughs> <laughs> and you could just go through the entire world. That would be pretty. Cool. That would be great. Yeah. Or or be just cool. be like or be Darwin, mm. just going around the world again. Same same uh, logic. Like he w- he had he had a bunch of guards with him, mm-hmm. and he was just plowing through South America, Crazy. through the borders with like no problems whatsoever. Dude, imagine what fucking that. What it would look like. You and ever think about that? Try to fucking. And at that point, nature is so like South America. Exactly. Everything is so unadulterated, untouched. Yeah. Untouched. Yeah. They're not. Um, they're not that lot of people there. That's insane. It's prime. A lot of things that can kill you. Prime real estate. Yeah. Prime real estate. <laughs> yeah, as you can see. A lot of things that can kill. Even there's a lot of people that can kill you at the time as well. Probably. Yeah. But uh, I'd bring more guns. Ah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That wouldn't be a problem. Nice. Because it has to be exciting as well, right? You'd have to have that factor of, you know, I might get killed if I'm going into this as well. <laughs> right. Because otherwise, there's no point <laughs> yeah. in reliving this. Yeah. Like, just watch a movie then. If you like, you, if you want to live it, you know, you got to live it with the, but like, with okay. the same, uh, uh, what's the word? Like experience, like same vigor. Same repercussions. Repercussions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like Westworld, but like you Westworld, actually die. But you actually die. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Where w- okay, where would you want to go? I don't know. I haven't thought about it very well. Um, I've thought about this a long time. That's why. Yeah, I, that was I, a good I answer. You, I gave you a quick answer. Yeah, that was a really good answer. Because it also gives you a lot of insight into what is happening right now. Right. The, the whole problem with the Middle East, right? Right. It gives you a lot of insight like of how it was the start, the in, very start. Exactly. Yeah. Any time in history, that's such a broad. I honestly. Mm-hmm. I would like to see how we lived like 40,000 years ago. Yeah. Like in a... Primitive? Yeah. Super primitive? I want to see like, because you... No, maybe not Maybe not 40,000. Maybe like right before agriculture. Like where we're still hunter-gatherer. 10,000? 10,000. 10,000? Yeah. Because you still have like the brain capacity of us. Mm-hmm. It's just the information that we have and the interconnectedness isn't there. Do so like how complex do we have the same brain capacity though has it like is that no anatomically like physiologically with the same fucking things mm-hmm. you, so for 10,000 years yeah same oh. things yeah like we don't evolution doesn't move that fast I'm, I'm sure there's small little things you mm-hmm. know like attachment points of muscles mm-hmm. or like maybe you know abstraction or something mm-hmm. like I guess you can never really know because you'd have to like give an IQ test or something <laughs> to a like 10,000 year old man but I'm just yeah I'm I've always been fascinated with 
like how much is held over from those times like i obviously uh, with this evolutionary creature Mm -hmm. and our psychology is was birthed like in that kind of realm Mm -hmm. which is like hence like tribalism and like an in group versus out group is just dominant for everything Mm -hmm. i would be really curious as to see like what life was actually like were people happy too Mm -hmm. did people have the same feelings of like existential risk or threat or depression was that even a thing was (laughs) depression or anxiety even a thing like i'd be really interested to know that Mm -hmm. yeah yeah no like uh, a lot of these things like depression and anxiety now sound like luxuries right well or like like side effects of western civilization or maybe what if that's all that there was just depression Just and insights. Because you're living in, in the <laughs> wild. Anything can kill you at any point. <laughs> you don't have a home. You've got a blunt stick that you're going to use to protect your family. Yeah. What if that was all that there was? But the thing you do have is other humans, right? And, like, we have leveraged just being able to coordinate and and hunt as a group, like, way better than any animal mm-hmm. ever. Mm-hmm. I would love to see, like, I would, I would like to see, like, see every aspect. In yeah, every aspect, like the hunt, like with the, like, you know, who cares for the children? Who cares, like, how, how are the elders treated? Because like, what is it? They like? need to have like some sort of social life as well, some sort of social exactly like fun. Well. Yeah, exactly. But they have to be like basic, very basic humans as well. Very basic, yeah. Like just, just kind of like nomadic, you know, mm-hmm. tribes people. Well, that also kind of goes towards, uh, you've seen those episodes with like Graham Hancock, right? With yeah. Joe Rogan. Mm-hmm. And that goes into like how mono- these monolithic structures were made. Yeah, 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 yeah. By these primitive people. Right, exactly. Like, well, some of the, some of the times they're like, it was an ancient civilization, right? That's what the, some people think. Mm-hmm. That was just wiped out. There's no no evidence of. Or, or aliens. Or aliens. Or Martians. I've heard the Martian thing as well. Classic. Like Martian specifically means from Mars, right? Yeah, yeah. But that means that means according to I think they said that um, bacteria came to Earth from Mars. Oh, I've heard that. Like panspermia, like they hitched a ride on mm-hmm. a comet mm-hmm. or something, and a comet smacked into the Earth and life. Well, the comet did smack into the Earth. Well, the dinosaurs one. No, 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 no. The, the there's another theory for the moon. Oh yeah, yeah. The big whack theory. No, I I think that was that's pretty accurate. Well, like, it's a th- well, it's still we know. I don't. I would, there there's there's still other theories oh, for the moon apparently. Uh-huh. But there's like Theia or something came and hit the Earth. Yeah, it was that's a giant like Earth-sized object, right? No, 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 it was smaller than the Earth. That's oh, why yeah. like the the moon has like a um, an iron core. Huh. Because it got a lot of its junk away from the Earth as well. I thought like so what we had the it was the Earth in space right mm-hmm. doing its thing being in orbit mm-hmm. and then a gigantic comets their asteroid whatever mm-hmm. came in and smacked into it mm-hmm. and then some part like ejected back out off of the earth like almost like you know every force has an equal and opposite mm-hmm. reaction like that o- reaction force vomited out this rock that became the moon that's what i thought could be wrong could i don't know where well, i'm confused now i'm not i don't know i don't know enough about it no no mm. but from what i remember was that something hit it and then that like a mixture off of it from became. the Earth, get all went off. That would make sense. And that's called that was called Thea before, and now it's called the Moon. The Moon. Mm. Just think. Mm. Nice one. Just think if that didn't happen. That Sorry. didn't happen. Technical difficulties. <laughs> if if that didn't happen, uh-huh. maybe the Earth would be like un in inha- uninhabitable. What maybe. if it was all from the Moon? Maybe. My friend always talks about that. We Shout out to Matt Cropscott. He's uh in California right now. 
California, mm-hmm. your place. Malibu, California. Uh, <laughs> yeah, what was it called? Camp Carpentaria. 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 Um, yeah, he's like, what if it was all because of the moon? And now the moon's dead. And now the moon's dead, and we're alive. It could could be, could be. You can never know. We should start worshiping the moon. Then. <laughs> it we wouldn't be the first. It was the sun. Who worships the moon? I don't know anybody worshiping the moon. I'm sure there are people. Like apart from like, from what I've heard from like native. Legends. Yeah, yeah. Apart, that's what apart, I mean. Apart from that. Oh, worship, apart from that? I've never heard of anybody worshipping the moon. <laughs> Mainstream? No. But, like, I'm sure there are some people. Mm-hmm. You know, they got an altar in their back garden. They have, a, like, a skylight in their room. They do some weird shit. Mm-hmm. Like, people can, are weird. Like, the moon being, like, the soul god of a religion is what I'm going for. Oh, the soul god? Because I'm sure there's, like, the Greeks had their own interpretation of the moon or whatnot. Right. Everybody had, like, some... Had an Entity idea. and like associated with the moon. Yeah, but is there like a dedicated religion to the moon? This is, again, this is a Google moonism. Google. Let's look it this up. This is a Googleable question. Yeah, we're gonna Google that for you, folks. I think, well, outside of a polytheistic like system mm-hmm. of a bunch of gods, I have no idea. I would think not, but because moon because there's the sun, right? Like a lot, a lot of people worship the sun, like the Zoroastrians. Is that an old sun? It's based on the sun. Like I that's think the main god. Either the sun or. Fire, one of the others. <laughs> <laughs> uh, moon worship. I don't know. Regions and cultures of moon worship. Oh. Feng Shui. This looks like a boof website. Feng oh my god. Feng Shui. This looks like it was created in like 1997. <laughs> oh yeah. It looks like uh, cc.com. <laughs> <laughs> uh. It just says a lot of like historical people mentions the Syrians, the Chaldeans. They had some kind of moon. Oh, look. Uh, the Assyrians and the Chaldeans referred to the time of the moon god as the oldest period in the memory of the people before other planetary gods became to dominate the world ages. The moon was the supreme deity. Oh. So there you go. The Assyrians and the Chaldeans. Uh, and then the Babylonian Sin, the moon, was a very ancient deity. So that had some sin. That's weird. Because you know how, like, um, in, uh, like, there's the the solar calendar? Yeah. And then there's the lunar calendar right. as well. Yeah, yeah. So that also, like, shows how the importance that people have associated with using the moon or the sun. As a as basis a, for time. As a basis for time. I think the sun is just more convenient, though, don't you think? <laughs> <laughs> it's more impressive, I guess. Like It's, it's more, more in your face. It's more in your face. It's more like, what's that thing? Yeah. You know? It's more like... But then the moon, it's at night, mm-hmm. and there's, like, this mystery f- mystery factor, right? There's this weirdness to but it. But, you know, there's also that when you look at phases of the moon, and sometimes there's, like, really minute differences between two phases. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. like, which phase is it? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Is it the 27th phase or is it the 28th phase? Yeah, yeah. No, for sure. It's more, like you said, the mo- the and the sun doesn't change. Yeah. The sun is just exactly. there, constant. It's constant. It's just so much easier but to But that probably with. freaked you out. Like, imagine seeing the moon. In half, you're like, who took it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what happened, <laughs> Steve? <laughs> yeah, you know, dude, the weirdest thing just happened. <laughs> <outside>. <laughs> That's interesting, but I wonder, like you say, would having, would keeping one calendar or the other, or one god or the other, like change the psychology of the people who follow that religion? I, I don't know. I think I think so. It also has to do with like when you're active during the day as well. Yeah. Because you have to notice the moon. Right. And like when are you moving about? 
Right. How does your day work? What are you using that time for as well, right? Yeah, because most, you'd think most... You'd think most of your time is used in the day. Yeah, exactly. Most time, yeah, exactly. And you <laughs> probably go to bed like around sunset or and like when guys, it starts to get dark. These guys have to be awake at night to study the moon and to figure out what they're going to do with it. But then again, it's the moon, right? Like, as as nuanced as it is, you're still going to notice it. Oh, yeah. You're going to look up and be like, wow. Oh, yeah. And also, you ever think about the difference between our, our starry sky and mm-hmm. that of, you know, any any pre-industrialized, like, civilization's sky? Without, basically without, like, light pollution. Yeah, without light pollution. Oh, like, okay. how differently you'd, like, conceive of... Like, you have you ever seen just a completely I'm, starry... I haven't seen it, I haven't seen, like, in, in the best conditions, mm-hmm. but I went to White Rock once. Okay. And I got as, like, it's, that's even, that's that's not ideal. Yeah. But it was pretty great. But you saw, like, a it shitload was, oh, of yeah. sauce. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It and then you too eat, many to count. Yeah. I mean, it, 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 when it gets to that point, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that just gives you, like, and, it, you know, imagine that, but, like, turn up to five, mm-hmm. turn up to ten. Like, mm-hmm. it just gives you, like, a different feeling looking up at that and being, like, whoa. Yeah. Like, it like, gives you that feeling of, like, being in the middle of something i guess like you're you're a part of something else oh yeah you oh know? yeah it yeah. makes i can't think it makes you feel small it does make it you, makes feel, you small. feel so small yeah yeah but yeah. it does make you feel small because you know that like look at those they're all like burning balls of gas you know hundreds of millions of light years away and i'm just this tiny speck like is it because you know that think, or is it because i think after you like when you hear like uh when you hear a religious story like a creation myth or something and then you look up into the sky I think that's when you think like this this uh, the the greatest thing that I could conceive of right now was this religious myth. Yeah. And then I look up at the sky yeah. and see wow this this myth is Blows insignificant. It out of the water. Yeah. It's yeah. absolutely insignificant in front of this right. the immensity the pure immensity that I can't even conceive of. Yeah. No, because you can't. It's, it's like impossible yeah. to take all of it in. Yeah. I, it's all it all comes into relation, I think. Mm-hmm. When you look up into the sky and you just try to remember everything yeah, and you're just being overwhelmed by, like, bombarded just with the like, sheer, like, nothing space. Nothing that I can conceive of right now can compare to how imme- immeasurably big this is. Right. Yeah, it is the biggest thing you've ever seen. Mm-hmm. You're looking into... And you don't know anything about it, even. Right, and <laughs> exactly. back then it was, like, just this complete unknown. Yeah. That's, like, crazy. See, oh, that's yeah. what I'd like to do. And, like, if I had the ability to, like, talk to them and being like, you know, what do you think about the moon? <laughs> yeah. There's this... There's this uh, there's this show that just came on Netflix. I don't know. It didn't come on Netflix. It's uh, It came out in 2018. It's called uh, Night Flyers. It's by, like, George R.R. Martin wrote it. Mm. And uh, it's about the Earth uh, dying slowly. And uh, this uh, spaceship called the Night Flyer with a crew of uh, scientists goes to talk to... They're, they're trying to contact these aliens who are crossing a, an orbit around a certain planet. Because they need to figure out how to harness a star's technology, a star's energy, ah. because the humans haven't, and their planet is dying. So they need to be able to communicate with these advanced alien life forms and, and bring back the information. And bring back the information. And the way that they're going to communicate with them, with the aliens, is that because they've sent out a message in every known language to these aliens, and the aliens haven't responded. Mm-hmm. So in this, in this, in the future, they have these telepaths mm. who are like dangerous. Dangerous humans that they keep locked down because they fuck with people's minds. Mm-hmm. And they're going to use this telepath to try and communicate with the aliens. Interesting. It's a very interesting show. Have you watched like, it? I watched like one episode. It's called that, that, what, that, this entire premise was just in the, one for the, the first episode. Okay. 
So yeah, it's uh, got 33% on Rotten Tomatoes, but it seemed very interesting. <laughs> seems very interesting to me. Nice. Yeah. yeah. You, you check it out. Cool. It's not bad. Night Flyer. Night Flyers. Night Flyers. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of cool. There's uh, you ever read any? Um, oh shit! What's his name? Asimov? Philip K. Dick. No, I have not. Oh, you should. Who is he? Sci-fi, He's a uh, sci-fi yeah, super sci-fi. Mm-hmm. Again, wow, that's weird. Matt Cropscott. He's probably it's because I brought him up before, so it's in my head. Mm-hmm. He was the first person to um, recommend reading a Philip K. Dick novel, and he gave me this one uh, called Ubik. Okay. And it's just like Philip K. Dick did a lot of psychedelics, like <laughs> a lot of drugs, okay. a lot. And I think he ended up kind of like frying <laughs> his brain um, from it. Jesus. Uh, but he made some of the like most interesting like psychedelic sci-fi books that Mm -hmm. you like for example um uh blade runner Mm -hmm. is based off of his book do androids dream of electric sheep it's based off of that oh okay he's the guy that wrote okay 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 um a bunch of other things too like Mm -hmm. tons of other books but he has this way of like putting you into this frame of mind First of all, his books start like a dream. Like you're just you're just implanted in this scenario, just boop, you know, mm-hmm. and then you're just kind of like following different characters, and he likes to play with perspectives a lot. So mm-hmm. first of all, you're this one person, and you only know what this person knows, mm-hmm. and then suddenly you're jumped and put into another character, and then suddenly you're like a third person narrator, like reading this, and it was just like he has this way of sort of conveying like mystery and like unknown and. I think his definitely like his psychedelic experience like plays into this sort of like mix mismatch of of weirdness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it, it sounds a lot like Kafka, to be honest. Yeah, I get. I've never. Well, have I? Oh, I've read the um, Metamorphosis. Metamorphosis. Mm-hmm. It's kind of. It's more like abstract even than that. Like it's more jagged storylines that like eventually kind of meet up. But sometimes he'll just give like three pages, which is like. Random shit that you didn't really need to know. Like he'll describe someone's jacket for like a page. <laughs> you know what I mean? And you're like, why did he put that in there? But it's like probably because he was on acid and he was like really feeling the. <laughs> that that actually reminds me of uh, Quentin Tarantino. Like Quentin, mm. I, I was watching Quentin Tarantino talk about script writing and mm. just when he writes his scripts, he because he writes all of his movies himself. Okay. So he says that when I'm writing, uh, I try to do justice to the page, not mm. to anything. That's going to come after that. Wow. It's like I try to stick just to the page. What is this page going to be? That's awesome. And that's how I go about it. And that's why all of his movies are amazing. Wow. Because like it's he scene by scene. Scene, it's scene like by scene, frame by frame. Yeah. Yeah. You're editing reality frame by frame. Crazy. That's how particular you can be. Yeah. And that's how like that's how that's when you get like amazing, amazing movies like that. Right. Like there's attention to details. Attention to detail. Yeah. How much you put into it. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I find it fascinating that like film, this sort of imitation of like real life, mm-hmm. is one of the most captivating things there is. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like isn't real life more? I guess it's just like the big dramas and tragedies that is just like these central themes. But even still, there's something about like a lot of TV now is like is you know, following just a normal kind of family and the trials and tribulations of, like, them and their lives and, like, their ups and downs. Like, there's something captivating for us to just see that, like, mm-hmm. obser- as an observer, you know? Like, I think that movies are 
they're they help you maybe structure your life i think almost huh. like do you ever imagine your life being a movie kind like, of like well, yeah like I, i'll play out a scenario and it like, will feel like a movie in my head like like when you're wearing headphones and you're just walking down the street yeah you, oh that's huge that, don't you have that mood when yeah, you're, yeah. Like, you think that you're the most important thing yes yes you're kind yes of organizing you have a soundtrack you dude. have a soundtrack yeah exactly and i think that movies kind of help you experience those things without uh, the risk of you know being in being in real life uh, and your consequences having right. ha- ha- your actions having consequences mm. so kind of i think that movies help you structure your own life in a way that you know it feels like a movie it's just more exciting yeah yeah it's because it, because it is a movie right. when you think about it yeah it is like it's, it's a narrative end, it's going to end at some point the beginning middle and end yeah. and you're going to decide where you go with it right and you d- get to decide what you have to fill with it oh, as that's well. interesting yeah because it's like it's it's i guess just potential scenarios it's, it's like a potential path mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you're just trying to accrue as much that, information that as you, you can live that you, you could that live. you can go and experience outside right, as well right so when you said that why don't people prefer to experience real life than movies i think movies are more of a precursor to give you so that you can go ah. and make those mo- make those experiences the way that movies are structured interesting yeah you see something in a movie and it makes you want to go and do it. like again yeah. we were just talking about back to like California, New York, and these places that are just so idolized. Think, think about like, like even people when people think about relationships, people yeah. have certain expectations of relationships. Yeah, like some All people have movies. rom-com relationships. Right, right, right. Some people have you know like artsy old pen pal relationships yeah. where j- they're just writing letters to each other. Right, it's all from it's, film. It's, it's all from film. Yeah, yeah. But then again, film also comes from real life as well. So it's again, it's like this regressive yeah. loop. Yeah, yeah, it's this weird like <laughs> positive feedback loop that's eating itself <laughs> because we're obviously taking experience we're obviously taking all of our information from outside yeah and then we pour it back into these mediums right and then we extract it again yeah yeah it's this filtration system dripping out and dripping back in exactly wow yeah that's a cool way mm-hmm. to think about it yeah i like i think it's a uh, when you just wearing headphones all the time this is it's a side effect you start thinking you're in a movie all the time like mm. i think i i i love wearing headphones and listening to music all the time yeah i dude i've thought about that like i listen i listen to podcasts or music like i almost think too much mm-hmm. like i think cuz you notice the you know you notice the absence of it now you right? notice the absence of yeah. it and you like you're a, i don't know maybe it's good in a way because you're able to pay more attention to like what it is to be you and mm-hmm. like what it is to have auditory experience like and how much that adds to your like perception you know just being mm-hmm. in a in the room with headphones on listening to i don't know name name a, a pink floyd album pink floyd you're put in a completely different space mm-hmm. like your experience is completely different to the person next to you who's not wearing any headphones and and it's like it's almost like you're cutting off reality away as well yeah you are because when i when i'm uh, listening to music and i'm enjoying it in my room alone when if you complete if you if you uh if you view me from like a third person's perspective I look like a retard <laughs> <laughs> like this guy is listening to music and he's having the time of his life yeah 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 but you are right you are you yeah. are having the time of your life. in that moment in that moment yeah yeah, I don't know if that's necessarily... Again, I guess it's... You need to balance it. Like, I, there are definitely times where I'm just like, oh, man, I've just been wearing headphones, like, all day. Mm-hmm. I should have take these off. Oh, yeah. No, I should, no. like, go outside. That's what you gotta, that, That's when you draw the fine line between not lying to yourself, as I, mm. as I mentioned before. You need to keep the external world still fresh right. in, your, in your mind. 
because it, again it, that's also change, changing yeah the external world you know it's right it's constantly yeah. changing all the time yeah and again you can kind of make it what you want mm-hmm. in a way yeah that gets slippery mm-hmm. like um you you watched ozark yes you remember Great what show. he says about money not being you know like money is the it's uh it's it decides it, it's the it's the value of what decisions you've made it's the value of your decisions mm yeah i like, like that like you you judge how much money you have by the the value of what the the rightness or the wrongness of your decisions that you've made wow according but according to the according incentive to the structure incentive. exactly yeah. yeah yeah that's weird and money. but that 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 made me think about how money is basically just a it's a tool yeah. that you can use to build your own reality mm it is. It is. It's exactly what it is. So if you can put on a brave face for like 20, 30 years, accumulate a lot of wealth, you can build your own reality. Right. <laughs> I mean, that's what everybody's goal is. That's the dream, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to retire and I'm going to go to the beach in Mexico. I'm going to start a surf shop. I'm going to... Yeah, why not? You can I, do whatever. That you sounds want. great. You're curating your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's kind of... <laughs> I don't like the you know you have to slave away for fucking 30 years mm-hmm. and then you get to enjoy it depends on depends on how big your dreams are i guess right. you can do it for 10 years you can do it on the side while you do it that's what i think is and most more optimal like keeping doing i've heard this term like taking your retirement in installments you ever oh, heard of that? like yeah. kind of like just taking you know four months whatever year and just doing doing something going mm-hmm. somewhere like mm-hmm. having an experience keeping that throughout your life as opposed to like Okay, I'm done working. Time to enjoy, because it seems. Also, the other thing I would be afraid of is like, would I still be able to enjoy those? Yeah. After thirty years. Exactly. Like, I'm gonna be probably worried about my back or something. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And or will you be able to enjoy? Like, I guess you'll you'll probably maybe at that point feel like you've worked enough, so that you deserve what you've mm-hmm. what you've created for yourself. But Pretty there's also a part of our mind that's like you need something to do like you need some kind of goal even after you've like stopped working you're mm-hmm. out of the workforce like you need a project you need like something to do mm-hmm. so i don't know it's it's kind of a weird thing they 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 sell you you know this dream i'm i'm also kind of like like do you know about this exuberance that certain individual like individuals have at this at an age like a certain age like i think 18 to probably 27 or 28 mm. we're all like most people are filled with this sort of exuberance yeah. to go out and do, do things shit. I'm going to have fun done. I'm going to do this I'm yeah. going to do that I'm going to make something of myself yeah. I'm afraid that that might end after a while like right. b- what when is that w- what what time is that going to be <laughs> when all my exuberance is gone will it end though? and I'll like I I don't know maybe concerned it's with you know my taxes or something right <sighs> That's a good question. Do you lose the capability of being exuberant? Mm-hmm. It's sh- it's probably going to shift. I think you can still probably always get to some level of excitement and exuberance. It's a good word, but you need a little. I think you need a little chaos in your life, and you keep yeah. putting too much order in your life when you keep getting older, right? Because of it demands it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, you need, need to put you your need order. In order. You yeah. need order when you're older, but you need chaos as well. You do, yeah. Like I heard this really crazy line by Nietzsche, which says. You need chaos in life to give birth to a dancing star. Whoa. That's deep shit. Right. <laughs> right. Poetry again. I know. <laughs> but yeah, it's I think you 
like uh, you need this, that boyish exuberance or mm. that childish exuberance within you at even when you're 50 or something 100% otherwise what's the point right <laughs> yeah no i agreed and you know what i think we're going to leave it there all right that's a good note to leave it on absolutely yeah keep your exuberance people ab- yeah all right this has been big questions no answers it was a pleasure thank you so much absolutely anytime